Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Gotham City. I'm your host, Levy Rosman. This is a podcast where I talk to people who live in the chess world on the 64 squares and beyond them. This is episode number three, and today I'm going to be talking to Samai Reina. He is an Indian comedian turned massive YouTuber, turned massive chess star as well. We have nearly a two-hour conversation on all aspects of life, and I hope you enjoy. We're live, by the way, so... Yeah, how are you? Good. You good? I'm uh, all good, all good. You know, all the things that you're talking about, like how in the previous episode you were nervous because it was your first time. I think that even that could have been good content. Oh, yeah, yeah. they know, they know. Uh, well, you're, you're, you're the third guest, so uh, I don't know how big this podcast will get or if it'll be a total disaster, but... Um... I think you should just do things without uh, as a, a goal. You already have one channel where you have all your goals uh, being met. This channel, you can just chill. You can have like a sprite. I don't know what you just had. Perrier, Perrier, Perrier. Uh, not sponsored. Uh, sorry, it was a anonymous sparkling beverage. And if anybody wants to sponsor the podcast, I will. Um, do, you have, do you have sponsors for your channel, for your main channel? For my yeah, n nobody consistent, nobody consistent. But you know the the brands that are like, hey, promote us for this like a, a video in the next two weeks, and then we'll pay you. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it's. You know, uh, you, uh, do you put that uh, hashtag paid promotion? Apparently, you're supposed to put that as a responsible influencer. Whenever you do a paid promotion, it has to be out there that this is a promotion. Um, well, on YouTube, when you upload, you can click paid promotion. So it says it. And then, yeah, well, whenever I do it on social media or on Twitch, I have to. It's like the law. It's the law in the United States. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I used to fucking, for one year, I used to just promote shit, you know? You know, I had this <laughs> thing. It was Father's Day, and I had written a great story about how my father helped me to chill, you know, when I was a child, to chill me out and everything. And in the end of that post, there is... Check out Fast Track because <laughs> you can give a gift to your father and people are emotional. They shared the shit out of it. And I was like, man, I should have told these guys, man. This is, this is getting a little, I don't know. Okay. It didn't feel uh, good. The, first, the first one I ever did, the second one I did, I, I forgot to click the little box. Uh, and yeah, but, but after that, I kind of had a permanent reminder that I'm, I'm supposed to do that stuff, that I'm supposed to click all the right boxes. Yeah, it gets really messy. And all this stuff is really weird. Like, I just got an email from YouTube. Have you gotten this? That starting in October, uh, what people watch your advertisements from what countries, you deduct money. Did you see that? So, for example, no, for no, me, no. Different, different European countries will charge a tax on advertisements. So, YouTube, ah, I'm going yeah, yeah, to yeah, make less money. On, less on, money. It's a, it's a crazy business. Like one day you're just hanging out making videos and the next day you're starting to lose a ton of income and there's nothing, you didn't do anything wrong. And there's boom. But, uh, just... how, how much is the CPM uh, out there? Because in India it's very less, I think. I don't make as much it, ad revenue. It, it, yeah, so I think India is a lot harder to monetize the, the popular, even though you guys have such a massive chess audience, it's a lot harder to monetize. I don't know exactly what it is, but I think most of my audience on YouTube is from the United States. And I'm always wondering if I actually move to Europe, will that be affected or is it just where your audience is? So for example, if I've made a career with half my audience from the United States and I move to Europe, does that just- But your audience on? will remain the same, right? Because you right, as a but, person will remain the same. That's all. But, but I don't know, maybe the jurisdiction is different depending on nah, what nah. country I moved to. No? That way we could have, I would have streamed with the VPN on. I would have put US all the time. <laughs> Okay, that's actually very funny. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess you have a point. Well, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm 25, man. I'm, I'm just learning about. I'm 23, bro. I'm like, I was know, still two years ago. So, I was gonna, I was gonna. That's like one of the places I was gonna start. I was trying to figure out before the show, 
just how old you are. You're 23, man. You're like... Do you feel like a baby or you feel like a veteran? What What do you feel like? Uh, I pretend career? to be like a man, but deep down I'm a baby. So I just fake it till I make it. <laughs> because one day I'll be that. I'll be, you know, because all my life I've been dealing with adults uh, right through college because I started interning in this company where I used to sell shit. You know, it's all about selling. And uh, then I went into this comedy thing where it's again, mostly, uh, you know, comics who have experience and all of that. And dealing with brands and brand managers and all of that so i i think after after college i didn't ever hang out with my own age group people much so i kind of always hung out with older people so i actually enjoy their company much more i had a similar experience so i i'm gonna ask you a lot more about that stuff but just very quickly i was a chess teacher before i was a streamer that was my actually my full-time career i had the option to go in the corporate world so i was doing banking and all this stuff. I was trying to figure out if I was going to work in finance. I was asking people to coffee. That's a big thing in, in the United States. You message all these corporate people and you try to get them to talk to you. Maybe the same in India. I don't know. Maybe not. But I have you, never done a corporate job, so I have no idea. Well, this is my, yeah, in my experience, I was trying to get these coffee in, interviews and conversations and I ended up just being a full-time chess teacher. And it's interesting because it allowed me to my social network was exactly like yours. It was all adults because they were the parents of the kids that I was teaching. So my social network was people who were aged 5 to 14 and 40 to 60. So there was no one in the middle. Uh, I would hang out with and teach kids and we would talk about whatever was TikTok or the only middle ground that I could have with middle schoolers yeah. or people in yeah. fourth and third grade. Yeah, and we still did. We talk about sports. We talk about chess or TikTok or Instagram or whatever. Uh, and the parents, yeah, I would try to talk to the parents. And that's actually how I got some of my first interviews. I would just talk to the parents like I'm interested in, in working in these spaces. But yeah, I have no friends well, from college. I have zero friends from college. Zero friends, same, same, same. From college, same. And I actually never uh, understand the concept of having like five, seven, or I don't know, 10 friends. You see these groups, you, I don't know if it's I know, uh, yeah. in your friend circle, there are these 10 people groups who go on camping and they go on treks. And I'm like, what the yeah. How can 10 people like each other without, you know, one of them liking this girl and she liking him and him hating him and him <laughs> jealous of him? Of course, there are, there have to be some feelings over there. I yeah. don't understand. I was always like a two friends guy. I always have had only two friends who I share everything with one. I mean, of course, a girlfriend yep. or two doesn't hurt. But yeah. Uh, what, what, what is your demographic now in terms of your audience? It, from, you mean from where or, or what do you mean? From, like age group wise. My viewing audience? Uh, it's, it's, it's overwhelmingly male, obviously. That's not a surprise. Although it's 90 actually... 90 No, dude, are you crazy? No, I know in India it's like 90-10 or it's a lot yeah. better. Dude, in the United States, before Queen's Gambit, it was 98 and 1.5. What? Yes, dude. Yes, of course. I thought you were going to say, oh, are you crazy? It's 70-30. I didn't no, think it would be no. so less. No, no, so, so mate, uh, it was... Um... You look like a good guy. You look like a... You know, I look... I, I, yeah, well, that's why it's probably about 4% female now, because people, <laughs> I actually talk about women's issues in the last episode, uh, which I know you listen to, uh, and I know that everybody listening, listening to actually my, the last episode that I did episode two, cause you're, you, you'll be episode three. I did it with cutie Cinderella and I don't know how much you followed pot champs, but she's very outspoken. She's very, she could be very sarcastic. She can be very brash, very much like myself, especially when streaming, um, people dislike that episode on YouTube immediately they didn't even they didn't even watch it they just because she's a loud outspoken 
and can Woman, be that's why. aggressive, like a little bit more aggressive. Yeah, and she's female, so yeah, we talked about. I think on the internet, if you're a female, you are bound to get more hate than men. That is a given. I feel it's a whole nother element to it, right? Because it's yeah, not I, I... just I hate you or I want to be a troll. There's also an entire element that's sexual in nature, and it's just it's much worse. You get all the other it... side of the abuse. I I didn't I never thought it was the same out there. You know, whatever like whenever I stream with like a you know uh, a good looking you know I don't know if that's a politically correct way to say it anymore, but a good looking uh, female, mm -hmm. then the entire chat starts saying you know very sexual you're, things and yeah, stuff. Then I have to make the chat subscribers yeah. only. Yeah. And then I kind of feel bad, but I didn't know it's the same thing out there also. It's everywhere. Yeah, it's everywhere and you you constantly have to deal with the fact that you're dating according to the chat or every time you make a joke and the other person laughs like, oh, that's it. There it is. You know, it's exactly, bro. It's, exactly. Uh, no, of course, man. Of course, of course, it's yeah. it's it's the same everywhere. But yeah, we, we talked about that. No, my audience now is about 96 and four, which is a massive increase from what it was. Um, my video called how to play chess, just just how to play chess. I celebrated when it was 75, 25. So mm -hmm. there was a couple of months in a row that that video was 75-25. That's a massive accomplishment Dude, in chess. When I when I just did my stand-up thing, I won a show. It's called Comic Stan. It mm -hmm. was uh, a show on Amazon Prime. I'm pretty sure you don't know about it. But uh, during that time, once I won that show, my audience was 50-50, bro. On YouTube? On Instagram. 50 /50. On Instagram. On Instagram. Yeah. And then I started streaming and then now it has become, I think, 85-15. Okay. Uh, wow. But that's, still, that's still insane. That's still insane that it's that it's even that high. I'll say this. So uh, the messages that I get, like I, I don't have a lot of DMs open. Based, actually, I don't have any because of what happened with Indonesia. Uh, but I, which you probably remember. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the only place people can contact is really like maybe, maybe like business email. Sometimes they'll get through and I'll, I'll read some. Men are funny. So men send me, obviously they're, they're nice. They'll send me thank yous, but they send me games. Some just send me a game to review. They're like, hey, can you tell me what I'm good and bad at? That's always a funny one. Uh, they'll ask for uh, different questions or suggestions or some some men contact me who are just unfortunately crazy. Like, do, do you have these uh, these uh, messages? Day 57 of trying to get a reply from Levy. Day I, I, 58 of trying I, to get a reply from Levy. No, no, no. no. I, I, I get that on YouTube. Yeah, I get like, you know, day 77 of asking Gotham to make a, a, a video of opposite colored Bishop Endgames, particularly where uh, one side is up a pawn or two. By I, the way, I, the person who writes that comment probably just heard that and I wrote a oh, comment again. He's seen me. Um, <laughs> no, so I get that from men. I get, I get a, a whole different crazy genre and spectrum of contacts from men i've been contacted by women for two things number one thank you it's so my much boyfriend's for... birthday can you please yes! wish him happy yes, birthday yes. yeah bro <laughs> yes 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 my boyfriend is a huge fan huge fan watches... of yours <laughs> that's so funny oh my yeah, gosh yeah, and I did a few, I did a few, but I'm not gonna lie, man. It gets, it just, I'm, listen, ladies, gentlemen, it gets, gets exhausting. I feel like, you ever, you've seen Harry Potter, read Harry Potter? Yeah, of course, I, I love it. So, it's like when Voldemort killed people, he sold, he, parts of his soul, he put into parts of, you horcruxes. know, objects. Yeah, horcruxes. Uh -huh. So I'm not saying that I've ever killed anybody. Uh, but what I'm saying is all these little interactions, slowly but surely, they just drain all your energy, right? And by the end yeah. of the day, 
I want nothing else than to lay in bed, like have Lucy there reading a book and just like not talk to the outside world. And it's, we all need that. I'm very extroverted, but I really think the pandemic has just destroyed that. Um, I'm, I, I used to be like 95.5 on the Myers-Briggs or all those personality tests, 95% extrovert, 5% introvert. Now I'm probably like 80, 20, 70, 30. Like I'm, I don't like- Currently, currently you're 100. Well, yeah, currently, now, now that I'm gonna, well, it's also, it's you, you're here, and I know that yeah. if I stop talking, you'll, you'll pick it up and, and, yeah, and yeah, go and, yeah. um, dude, how, how'd you get into all this? So you, you're a comedian who became a, a, a chess player and streamer. How did that happen? How did you become oh. a comedian? What'd you go to school for? Can we start all the way back there? What'd you go oh, to school man. for? Oh man, I went to uh, I, I went to school for getting bullied. Okay. <laughs> and then I and then I went to okay. college where I realized that whatever I'm studying is bullshit. Okay, like, but what, what, what did you study? What the fuck I am mean, I doing? I'm, I studied printing engineering, bro. They taught us how to print. I knew that. That's how I fucking got admitted into the college because I fucking printed that paper and signed it and gave it to them. And they were taught teaching us printing again. And that was my department, printing engineering it's called. And, uh, you know, I read about, read about it. I saw all these cool things called 3d printing and everything. Mm. Jack, not, nothing happened that just some Jack shit. They were teaching us how to print preview and how to do a print and how to fucking, what are all the hardware devices of computers? This is what, this was our like 15 marks questions. Mm. So I realized I have to get out of this mess. So I tried a lot of things. I uh, did stand up comedy finally in my uh, second year of college. So wait, wait, real quick, how did you like i i stream i i'm a clown all the time stand up freaks me out because i really want to do it i think i would be really funny but it's like it's scary it's nerve-wracking did you just did you just had a natural ability or did you like drink alcohol beforehand like what how did that you just get the, up on stage and the first time i did it it was an open mic organized by one of my friends and okay. uh I was not aware of how open mics are. So I took 16 friends to go check it out. And there were only 17 people in the audience that day. And 16 were my friends. And uh, one guy was the one who performed after me. So I naturally won. They laughed at all my jokes. They were like, he's my friend. He's giving me beer today. I told them I'll give you beer if you laugh at my jokes. So then I just won that fucking open mic. And uh, the venue loved me because I get people all the time. So they gave me more spots. And that continued until the day that I finally actually performed in a big auditorium. And then I fucking... I, I didn't, I didn't kill as hard and I realized, okay, I have to kill. I have to kill again. Like that day, remember mm. in the fucking bar when I killed in front of my friends. So then I kept at it. I kept at it. I kept at it. And then material just keeps building. I think uh, one misconception that people have about stand-up comedians is that you have to do a new hour everywhere. That's not true. You have an, you have an hour, mm -hmm. you have only one hour of jokes or maybe two or whatever, like even five minutes spots is fine. And you keep doing it again and again, the same jokes. You keep doing it every place. You, you make them better. You improve something that didn't work in the previous show. And that's how you have a set which you're confident at, that this set will work no matter where. I've tried this a thousand times in every mm. age group. These jokes work here. These jokes don't. So it's all maths in your head. Okay, let's do this now. Okay, now it's a crazy joke is coming. So let's do a new joke here. If this doesn't work, I still have the crazy joke. So it's all of that. It's like chess. Everything is like chess. That yeah, day. everything. I could be one of these business people, you know. I make my quarterly... Uh, estimates, you know, it's like a game of chess. I love yeah, that the comparison yeah. to chess with everything. No, that's really funny. So, is the is the assumption that if you go to a comedy show, you won't go again, and it'll just be another person who will go? And so, or is it like a tour? Do you just do the same set for a tour? Yeah. Or do you? Oh, that's so, how you do it. Yeah, you tour. You do a set everywhere in the country. 
Uh-huh. You take it outside the country. You cook it. You cook the special. Like first, you have like let's say you have five minutes. Then mm. you do open mics. You do a spot where there are like twelve comedians. Everyone's doing five minutes. So everyone does their five minutes, and whatever works works. You make it longer next time. You add something more. You have another bit. Once you have an hour, you have some audience. You do a tour. Your tour does well with you do like thirty shows. It gets tighter. Your show is now ready for someone to buy. If someone's interested, maybe HBO over there. Here we have Netflix, Amazon Prime, and if not, YouTube is always there. So that's it. Ah, okay, that makes sense because I was gonna say that's probably how a person who wants to see you doesn't accidentally pay you twice for the exact same routine. Because I know yeah. usually yeah, during the end of our shows only while ending we say okay guys don't come back for seven months now. Because it's gonna be the same set. Oh, that's funny. Uh, you guys are gonna read, and it's like crazy how many people don't understand. Like one, uh, once I had done four shows back to back in Pune, in my home city, mm-hmm. and there was this guy who had bought tickets to all four. Oh, and by the guy. fourth day, oh. he was telling me my punchlines, and he was like, "Bro, you forgot that joke." I was like, "Ah, fuck you! <laughs> Thank you for <laughs> reminding me. Thank you for directly telling out the punchline now. What do I do?" I, I think I'm, I'm, I'm quite good with. adapting on the fly so if 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 like a heckler would yell at me during the show i would be pretty quick and uh but the whole element just i think as i get older there's just so much more anxiety about what could go wrong at any given moment so i i try to over prepare and i realize that for me the best thing is to just go and improvise it doesn't work the same in chess it doesn't if i go play a long game against the 2400 i need to do the prep you actually do need to do the prep and hypothesize but life is different you can't it's not that's the when, same that's when that that's why that's why you should try improv comedy you should try improv like on in improv there are games you can mm. play where you have to be spontaneous where you have to and it's like a group activity so you end up having fun but i suggest that if you want to try stand up just go for it go for an open mic bomb bomb straight for 5 minutes and then analyze your game and then play chess and that's... then realize why you should be playing chess not doing stand up <laughs> so you you were you were doing stand up wow Did you I was doing from... stand up. I was watching Agad Mater's videos. I was hooked on to them, bro. He was like, he still is one of my favorite favorite content creators out there. So I used to always watch like whatever he used to put. I used to follow everything. The Bobby Fischer saga, the Kental yeah. games, and you know all these players were these heroes in my head. Mm-hmm. Oh, Tal is a sacrificing player. Bobby Fischer is like a mystical, you know, mythical creature who yeah. had some issues in his head, but he still fought on the board and everything. So then I really got into that, and finally when I started streaming, I invited him, and he was very kind and very sweet to come on my stream, mm-hmm. and that's how it all started. And I think every like all credit goes to him. Like he inspired me, he came on my stream, helped me out, and. Was When was cool, this? Yeah. Like, er, like, one April? year ago. No, somewhere was, around that. Yeah, April. no, it wasn't a year ago. It was like uh, May 2020 or when? April, April, April 20. Yeah, so twenty. Uh, when when the world shut down? Mm. When the world shut down? Two uh, days before the world shut down, like before my country shut down. Two days before that, I got all my streaming set up right, mm. and uh, I was just in time. You know, it's funny. A uh, couple of so first of all, just. As a quick aside, I was still teaching chess in March of 2020, and uh, I remember when it the the I finished the lesson and I went on the street and I pulled out my phone and I was messaging my friend about I don't know basketball probably and I saw that there was a woman who had just landed in New York from Iran and she had COVID. That was our first test, uh, first positive case in New York City. This was March second, maybe maybe February. I don't. 
I think. That's like my timeline in my head. I, I could be totally wrong. And I remember texting everybody, oh, here it comes. And then we had the, the Jewish guy in Westchester, New York. And then we had, era. he went to a wedding or something. And then it went, it went yeah. from there. And slowly I stopped taking the train. I only took Ubers. And then I, I, was, I wasn't wearing a mask yet, but I was making all my students rub their hands, not with, not with like soap, like with rubbing alcohol. Like, hey, you better disinfect everything. And then finally at some point I was like, all right, guys, this is too scary. I'm going to start doing the streaming. And um, second thing I wanted to mention about what you said is I often joke and make sarcastic comments about becoming the biggest chess YouTuber and there's this whole you know rivalry and competition. I have so much respect for Antonio and all these guys who were making the content before it was ever clear chess was going to be anything because without him there'd be nothing on YouTube. Like nothing yes, nothing at all. 2500 videos. Sometimes I'm like, "Oh, I just made my 500th video." He has five times more than that. Like he... Bro, chess base India dude the Sagar guy is probably has like I think 5000 videos now like He's been, yep. you know, yep. Yep. Doing it I since knew, so long. So I knew Sagar as the guy behind the camera. You know, I'm here with, uh, I'm here Welcome with this GM. Today I am here. Look at the Batumi Olympiad. We yep. have here Sargassian. Here Levi Chess yeah. is looking at me. He's yep. gonna be a bigger YouTuber in two years. <laughs> and here we have Haik Matirosian, and he's made a complete it's, vlog of it. Yeah. And it like, uh, like, it's one of those channels where I just randomly go and see a video, and every time I see something new, and I'm like, wow, I never saw this before. You know, funny story. I. I don't know if I still have this on my phone because I might have changed phones, but uh, at the beginning of 2020, I was trying to get more commentary roles. And I asked Anna Rudolph or someone to introduce me to Sagar Shah because I figured Sagar could help me get some commentary roles. And I contacted him like January 2020. And I was a total nobody, like absolutely nobody, just a random I am from <laughs> New York City. And I really wanted some help. And I, I think he was like, hey, man, you know, like for sure he, you know, like if anything comes up, I'll let you know. And then COVID hit. And well, the rest is history. But it's how did you how did you grow up? So you you went to school to to get the uh, job these days just... horizontally. <laughs> no, I'm, I mean, I mean, I'm talking like, you know, childhood. What is what what is uh, you grew up in, in Pune, you said? Actually, I'm from uh, Kashmir. Do you know about anything about Kashmir? Only that it's... Uh, when I hear Kashmir, I know that it's a good material. And I also know that it's a very hotly contested political area that I don't even want to get into. Because yeah, I don't know so enough I'm, about it. I'm from it. there. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, uh, so we had to migrate as like birds. You know, we had to leave mm. our hometown. And uh, we had to start all over from scratch in... Uh, another city where my dad wasn't making much money. So he, he, he really grinded a lot, worked double shifts, got me into a decent school. Finally, for my higher education, he got me into a very good school. Okay. But then I felt very out of place over there because these guys are all fucking, you know, yeah, millionaires and all of this. And like some were there, but I, I just didn't feel, I didn't, I just didn't feel uh, right. Like, you know, I belong there. Like they were all, they spoke a different language. They looked all different. And uh, they should pick on me and all of that stuff. But once I went into college, I realized I can be whoever I want. These guys don't know anything about me. Like yeah. I can just pretend to be the confident guy. And oh. that's all. 
and i started being that guy I started being fun of people i started you know picking on people like how you know like hey whatever been the group i used to make fun of somebody and it used to go on and they used to be like hey samaj funny let's call him tomorrow also for this thing and that's how it started and that's how i started uh, i met my friend who got me into comedy who organized that show and then i won that show and that's how it happened i think for me life always fell into place some or the other way like even now when i fall into some trouble i i feel Yeah, it'll 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 figure it out itself on its like own. being like being late to the podcast is just you know you just said let's just do it in three and a half hours and easy yeah. like easy. i you know even in three and a half hours at 12 today right now mm-hmm. like when i was supposed to the podcast i forgot that i had another stream planned with this guy called raj shamani and i was like oh man i can't say no to levy twice in a row that'll be rude <laughs> i already did that to who's that guy uh There's this nice chess YouTuber, right? Chess bra. I mm. fucking cancelled three times on him in a row, and all the three times it was something came up, man. And now, of course, that guy hates my guts, right? He's yeah, like, they're not gonna do yeah. a clip. Yeah, yeah. I I yeah, even I, remember there was a clip. He was like, mm, he cancelled on us three times. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It so does. I thought something like that's gonna happen, but then at twelve, like just ten minutes before, that guy messaged me, bro. You know, something happened to me, and I can't come to. I was like, fuck yeah. Yes. That's right. Yes. Luck. Yes. Yes, yes, it yes. has always been like that for me since the past four or five years, I think. Yeah, I've only recently, maybe in the past six to eight months, I actually start putting everything on Google Calendar. Everything, like yeah. uh, spa, gym. Uh, well, the spa is like I'm going to the spa for the first time with Lucy on Monday. But I'm just saying, you know, I'm looking at my calendar. You know, here, right here, Samay is on my my Sunday to do list. Do you have like a manager who does all of this for you? No, 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 dude. I'm a I'm a one man, like, mm-hmm. I have I have an emotional backbone, and life backbone, and that's Lucy. I mean, I would not be who I am if it wasn't with, if it wasn't for Lucy. Um, but no, dude, everything, everything is, is is me. I mean, I have a YouTube thumbnail guy, but at the end of the day, it's <laughs> hey man, here's my idea. Let's work on this idea together. I have agents who bring me. Uh, who bring me deals and everything but um and I only recently got like an official lawyer/legal team so if I ever have a question uh, I contact them dude I don't think people quite understand like the the growth of all this and finding a a team and people that you trust it's like it's constantly missing in my life because I legitimately do not have the time to research projects I want to work on and learn about stuff you ever feel this way like I want to do like 10 things. I I I can't yeah. possibly learn all of it. I just can't. There's nothing I can do. Like do you have I, a team? I, uh, I have a team. I have a team because I uh, my stand up thing uh, happened no. So there's a company called OML who manages like 40 50 stand up comedians. So mm-hmm. it's probably it's uh, probably all of the comedians. In fact they have a monopoly on the comedy market. So they manage me they take care of all my Google calendar all my I just have to show up and they take care of all the negotiation everything. But of course when it comes to content and when it come, comes to my YouTube channel or what i put out it's all me it's all my ideas yeah. and yeah i also feel that you know i feel in my head my head is very restless it wants to it can't focus on one thing it wants to do 10 things i want to play yeah. chess also i want to stand up also i want to do rap also i want to play guitar also i want to write also like i want to do so many things i uh, want to edit but then i i i just pace myself down these days and i take it bit by bit i'm like okay you know what because right now i'm in this huge confusion area where i'm not sure what will i be doing now in one year because now stand up is not opened up yet mm. uh but when it will i really want to go back to stand up going fucking going every night doing your thing writing a new joke not working fixing it making it work but then i can't do streaming 
because for doing stand up for me at least when i want to do stand up i want to be fully in stand up anywhere i'm going anything happens i'm like oh this can be a joke anything that happens like anything we talk i see something behind you i'm like oh wow that's actually funny this guy has a mm. bat bat logo on his chest piece oh i can write something about that so yeah <laughs> i should be in that zone all the time then i can't do streaming but if i don't do streaming i really enjoy streaming these days i fuck it it makes me happy it makes me uh, yeah. it's like therapy honestly if i tell you streaming for me like uh, people often tell me some you helped us through lockdown you know when uh, mm-hmm. we felt very sad we looked at your streams we felt happy and it's like it's the same for me i don't don't know what i would be doing streaming makes me very happy it genuinely makes me happy but stand up gives uh, stand up gives me those kicks it gives me that feeling of a rock star i think it's the closest one can feel to being a rock star like yeah. there's a crowd and you're getting yeah. like a wave of applause and you're saying things like words and making them feel shit you yeah, know yeah 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 it's amazing i love watching who's uh, your favorite stand up comedian wow this might be the first official moment in the history of this podcast that i could get canceled so Why i'm ready louis ck yes <laughs> bro he's my yeah. favorite as well bro louis ck is a goat he's and i look I, there he, is art and then there's the artist i understand what you're saying and i'll try to save you yeah, from that you because go, i'll say go. most of things mm-hmm. they can't cancel me here they'll cancel you your country is getting really cancelly these days yeah yeah dude fine he did whatever he did fucked up things to do but his jokes are funny you know there's this comedian in india his name is uh, saurav he had this observation he said okay tomorrow tomorrow if you would get to know that uh, thomas edison did something horrible in his life you know oh. fucked a goat or something <laughs> you know you wouldn't switch off your lights and start living in darkness yes right you wouldn't cancel his work his his work is still fucking youtube light okay fine cancel it then same to play devil's advocate that man invented electricity and another man tells jokes right so i feel like <laughs> you know we don't have an option with the guy who made electricity although he did steal it from tesla right isn't that the yeah that's the uh, story so i feel like yes but that that's there's a logical fallacy what that's no, called when no, you see it's, it's like, like when you take the most extreme example you know oh you want free healthcare what are we going to end up like venezuela you know one of those <laughs> things so but, I, but dude that guy's jokes don't they crack you up like fine even yeah, if i yeah. like whatever i did he's there's art and then there's artist and yes. i pers- it's, a, it's a personal decision for me personally i can yes. separate both i can yes. say he's an asshole what he did was horrible mm-hmm. no one should do that it's fucking punish him but fucking what a joke yeah this joke about 911 dude that's one of the funniest shit i've heard he says uh, when was the, when according to you levy was the correct time to masturbate right after the <laughs> 911 crash then he goes for me it was between the two towers falling samay <laughs> that's a funny joke behave i don't i don't want to get demonetized myself oh um, man come on how much ad revenue you making at uh, not a lot on this podcast not a lot i'll, I'll be <laughs> honest uh, this th- luckily this doesn't go on the main channel um yeah he uh he he's hilarious Th- there was a period of time i i would watch some of the old uh, louis ck shows and every second i was laughing there was not a mo- the second i my stomach stopped hurting from laughing he would say something else Uh the most recent one he did during lockdown uh where you had to pay for it I actually paid for it it was okay it w- it wasn't super funny it's but this happens a lot in in my experience at least in my life I like a lot of the artists old work I love old Kanye new Kanye I'm like eh old Kanye I could listen to every song graduation in my opinion open for debate but in my opinion the best Kanye album and it's not even close but not everybody agrees with that like every song on graduation was I could listen to the same 
with The Weeknd, uh, Starboy, every song mm. on that, every single song. Like I could listen to that album start to finish. Every single song was fantastic. So yeah, back to, back to cancellation and, and all this stuff. Uh, yeah, it's Louis for sure. He is just... No, Louis um, is great. Like, have you have you heard um, uh, like Chris uh, Chris Rock? Have you heard Mitch Hedberg by any chance? He's a one-liner no. comedian. No. You, no. you should check him out. He's very funny. Okay. Uh, I'm always looking for ways to kill some time, and I like stand-up comedy. I have to say, like, ninety percent of it doesn't make me laugh. So, do, what kind of jokes do you like? Do you like like uh, cerebral jokes that make you think? I don't for know. For example, I, I, I didn't. I haven't thought about what kind of jokes I like. I just know that I can listen to a, a comedian and there's sometimes I'm like 10 minutes into it. I'm like, I haven't laughed once. I haven't even like cracked a smile, you know? And some, some of them I'm-, I'm Have I'm, you exhaled I'm, out of your nose? Uh, I don't know. Somebody listen to a joke and you go- <laughs> no. No. Have you watched Bo Burnham by any chance? Yeah, he, he, he's, he's, he can make me smile a few times. He hasn't made me laugh out loud. Uh-huh. He he he's very funny, but I don't know, man. It's something about the way Louis C.K. delivered his jokes. Or tell me one favorite Louis C.K. joke. I can't. It's bad. The words. I can't say the words. Come on, man. It's it's the one. No, no. I'm saying it's the one. It's the one where he talks about the uh, the words that you can't say. Yeah, the words you can't say. Yeah, you can't, know, I'm, not, I'm not gonna say them. Sorry. That's, of course. Of course. <laughs> that's... Which 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 brings me to this point. What's up with your country in terms of cancellation, bro? Yeah, yeah. I'm. I'm, I'm more than happy to, to discuss. It's, so my country, I'm going to try to be profound here. It's my first Joe Rogan moment, you know, when he goes on these. Uh, my country, you can only be number one or number two. That's the way it feels. You belong to a, a sphere of thought, political, social. You can only be in there. Every little bit that you trickle out there's debate. Everyone, everybody wants to debate every little, every tiny little bit that you're more on this side than that side. And that's just not how society works. Like you can believe a little bit from here and a little bit from here. And there should be a little category here. Everybody believes in. Yeah. Like it's wrong to kill people. There you go. That's, there you go. And, and, and now we're going to add, uh, uh, what if they murdered someone? Should there be a death penalty right now? We start debating. <laughs> Uh, now, we, now we start debating a little bit, right? So it's really hard to find this, this area over here. You, uh, people listening on Spotify can't see, but I'm, you know, I'm, imagine my hands moving over to, to the right side. Like, there's Guys, a trust me, you're not missing out on much. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm just moving my hands. Uh, but even healthcare, which I think should, that we should find a way to make it accessible to everybody. Not everybody's going to agree with that. There's always going to be people. What is healthcare? Um, like... Samay, if you go to the hospital, okay, what do you pay in India? We pay uh, a lot of money. You pay a lot let, of money. Let me let me Google it. How much uh, healthcare? Like how much? There are ambulances, right, in India. You call an ambulance, so you take the ambulance to the to, 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 just to the airport. I've, I've heard like India spends very less money on uh, healthcare. I I feel. It's it always might, like one of those things, you know, the left is always saying that, what about healthcare? Why don't you spend more money on the healthcare, man? Yeah. It's up. So there's going to there's, there's gonna be debates because I know that you guys had a very tough response with coronavirus and, and, and everything. Yeah. That's I don't want to cause too many debates in the comments or among the listeners. But essentially what I'm saying is I think that society should find a way 
that if a person wants to take an ambulance to the hospital, it doesn't cost them $50,000. Yeah, it's that's, very, that's very, a bit much, I think. That's very a lot common. I mean, it's very common in the United States for people to never recover from medical debt and therefore never go to the hospital in the first place and live with pain. I went to the hospital because I had, thought I had a very serious stomach infection. I did. It could have been cured with an antibiotic, which I did not know. I spent one hour sitting in the emergency room corridor. They took my blood. They gave me an IV. They gave me one tablet. One tablet. I spent about 90 minutes in this hospital. That cost $4,000 USD. I have health insurance. Without that health insurance, they billed me $20,000. What? I know that way in, in, in my country, it's way cheap. It's, it's way cheaper right. than that. I mean, I didn't need anything crazy. And so healthcare is one of these things that America has completely just torn to shreds. And I don't know that we will ever be able to recover from. Um, uh -huh. But so this, all, I can this... see why you get the hate. I, and now I see why you get the hate on, uh, you know, why, why, your, why? because you, you are an opinionated person. You have your own opinions and that's very good to have. It's... You know, because I always, whenever I'm streaming with you, there's one guy. You don't know how Levy is on Twitch. You don't know what oh, he says. Yeah, you know? yeah, well, okay, on Twitch, hold on. We also need to go back to the, the whole thing about canceling people. But yeah, on Twitch, I am, I'm, I'm an act. I'm basically a stand-up act on Twitch. I'm very of theatrical. Of course you're playing a character. Yeah, yes, every, of course. I've met hundreds of people, at, whether chess tournaments or whether it's on the street or something. I don't give them some crazy sarcastic yeah. response. But when I go back to the stream and if they ask me something silly, when I met with them, I'm gonna make a joke about it because of it's course, funny. Of course. It's yeah. funny, you know? I ran into a guy in my new, where I currently live. Literally, like a few days after I moved into this building, remember that my house just got broken into, I saw a guy in the street, he goes, oh, you live around here? I'm like, yeah, he goes, which building? Because he didn't know what to say. He was a bit nervous. He just ran uh -huh. into me. He, you know, sometimes that's what happens. He's like, oh, where do you live? Like, what's your social security number? Yeah, I was like, dude, <laughs> no, it's not. It's like yeah, I, I just got broken into one of my houses. Now not one more. So it's it, it's it's one of those things. Yes, it's definitely an act on Twitch. Uh, I definitely make fun of chat. They definitely make fun of me, and I do go on little political tirades. Thanks. But it all goes back to why do people and this whole cancellation thing? It's either here or there. Right? It's, it's, it's either, either black and, and white. It's yeah, either and, black or white. That's and, it. And the problem is that we just, we're in this country right now, we nip at each other and bite at each other of every little thing. We try to use every little thing against the other person who fundamentally disagrees with us on certain things. And what we don't realize is all the people in power will only stay there the more divided we are on everything because then we will pledge allegiance to the person or the party and not to common sense. So mm -hmm. you will constantly try to find ways to justify people you like and exonerate them from things that they do wrong. Like for example, the guns issue. I don't think we should take a gun I mean, ban all guns, period. Maybe there is a utopia where that exists, but if you live in a remote place, 20 miles drive from anywhere else, why can't you have a gun? As long as you went through very thorough background check, uh, you have to maybe do a, a yearly update on your vision, your mental health. Like, I envision situations where people can live in a, in a, in a structured and good society and, and, and get, like, I can't get a new driver's license unless I have a vision exam. Done. We, we, we don't have guns here. We just have mob lynching. 
Mop. Okay, I see. So, that's not like guns, right? That's a very... Or for example, people are just like, completely abolish, you know, defund police departments. I'm like, I don't know, man. Like, I... Granted, in my experience of calling the police, they have never helped me. <laughs> Ever. You usually get scared when you look at the police here, you know, like that. That's yeah, the, I mean, you oh. know, here, here I see a lot of cops pulling up somewhere. I'm like, oh, what are they doing? There's going to be some yeah. big, you know, but would I live in a world where they don't exist? Probably nah. not. Oh, you know, man. that seems a little bit far-fetched. Do I think we need to fundamentally restructure the way they handle their business? Yes. Will it ever happen? Probably not. I... It's, 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 it's a little bit of this and a little bit of that. But the problem is that, you know, stuff like were many parts of the United States built upon racism? Yeah, a lot. And there's people who are just like, no, 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 no. I don't want to, I don't want to teach that in schools that is going to divide us. About Why race? Yeah. Like for example, the way we like built infrastructure. Mm -hmm. bridges overpasses like train train central park you know in the in, in new york city for example and then in the whole history there we sometimes you ever like browse something and you go wait i never knew this about society i never knew this about uh where yeah, some, like, some something it's just uh -huh. small, like whoa. like there's a there's a huge uh, thing under paris i didn't know about that there's under a paris a lot of skeletons and there's a burial ground beneath Paris. Do you know about this? No, but that's also something I was alluding to. Yeah, with like Central Park. Like there's like f human remains buried places, right? Like in certain oh, parts. Oh, I didn't know about that. Well, you're saying in Paris. In Paris, so the, this is, uh, there were so many graves and there was, uh, there was not enough space to put, to put more dead people in. So they just took out all those graves and they put them under Paris in these canals, in these... Uh, Caves and everything. I read about it. It's pretty cool, actually. In fact, I think you can go in it, in it and you can have like a trip also, I think. But that doesn't sound like oppressing humans. It just sounds no, like No, no, it's not oppressing okay. humans. It's just like a chill thing to know about someplace. Well, but yes, I know. Like sometimes I see something like uh, pyramids and I'm like, wow, they're great. But then I get to know that they're all built by slaves and they yeah. took so many years, thousands of years of like, yeah. you know, yeah. like so, oppression. So, yeah, and it's, it's very different. I think for, for the US, because we just, we have so many parts of our history, like, uh, you know, half the country broke away from the other half in order to defend slavery. Like, you know this, right? The Civil War. I, 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 I've not followed US history much, but I have, like, I know a little bit everywhere. Yeah, the same way I know very little about Indian history. So like, this is to me, I mean, to you, this, what I'm, what I'm saying is like, what? Yeah, like in the 18, you know, the 1850s, 1860s, a country literally broke in half. <laughs> half oh. of it left and was like we're gonna fight a war and primarily predicated upon slavery and some other little things and the north was like no, and half of the people defended slavery half the and then the north was like dude slavery's bad like and then there was big plantations in the south among other things and yeah and so the the confederacy which broke away has a flag there's like a certain flag and there's monuments up in the united states statues of war generals from that part that broke away. Well, celebrated over there. Yes. And the country's like, yo, these people literally stand for oppression. I mean, imagine being uh -huh, a, uh -huh. A, 
a black American, right? Like, <laughs> like and you see the statue of this yeah, guy. Yeah, like, this guy them. wanted to enslave my ancestors, for example. Can you yeah, imagine? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. But, but people are like, no, we need, to, we need to defend history. So the U.S. is all sorts of messed up. It is a, it is a great place in many ways. But man, we have, we have some crazy fixing to do. And it doesn't help that we have this wave of, you tweeted something that you thought was funny, which is very racially charged 10 years ago. Okay, career, forget about it. Over, that's the same here, bro, Done. that's same here. That's like, Done. you know, right now in my country, regarding uh, writing jokes and putting mm -hmm. them out, we are so scared, we're terrified right now, you know? Brands are terrified, OTT, like, you yep. know, big, big platforms, they yep. are terrified. They are like, no, this can't go. This yep. actually has some reference to this politician, so this can't go. Yep. And it's, uh, it's too much, like 10-year-old tweets, they bring, them up and they write articles there's fake propaganda fake channels yep there's so much so much bullshit happening everywhere man and i think you know there was this comedian who got sentenced who got uh jailed for 30 days for uh you know he said something fucked up it was, it was a fucked up joke but uh you're still trying to fucking crack some people up yes yeah again like uh, for all my complaints in the states if you crack a bad joke you just go hang out in your house with your friends for two weeks and no, no one's going to bat an eye. You're not going to go to jail for, yeah. right? That, so it's, we, we have certain benefits. But it's, yeah. it's, it's very I difficult mean, when you have to defend free speech, but there's also fuck all joke. You know, like it's yeah, a fuck yeah. all joke. It's a horrible thing to say, but he, yep. you know, he was trying to be funny. He was having a bad day. He said something he thought was funny. It didn't work out. Yep. Uh, don't put yeah, him in prison. And also there's a lot of religious angle also no, in my country right now. Like there's a lot of communal shit going on. The, mm -hmm. Politicians trying to instigate divide on basis of uh, of religion, yep. like same thing Britishers did long ago. Divide and rule. It's the same thing again, and yes. uh, many people don't see through it. And uh, it's just clearly happening, man. And it's just sad to see it. Kind of yeah, it ties back to what I was mentioning. Like, but people don't realize the more we hate each other, the better it is for the people people up top. Because it's a shame. The the problem is that I mean it. At this point, man, it's 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 down to vaccines. It's down to like the the really important stuff that fundamentally we should be on the same page about. Yeah. And yeah. do you know? So, you know, January sixth. Have you seen like the crazy people who stormed the United States Capitol? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, four of the police officers who defended the Capitol that day have committed suicide. Why? Mix of reasons some PTSD. I mean, some have, some of those police officers at this point have been turned into the other side. Like there are conspiracy theories now that some of those people helped get people into the Capitol or faked something or like the truth is not a thing anymore. You could just yeah, say yeah. things and it just goes out there and it's uh it's 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 nuts man i mean it, it is absolutely crazy like reality sometimes I just feel sometimes I just feel you know like fuck everything let's just do my stream and let's just come have a good time and go back yep. but then i feel like a privileged asshole then i'm like you know what am yeah. i i'm i'm just like ignoring everything else i i've basically what i've decided to do is that all this which will earn me money and good living and i don't i don't spend crazy amounts i'll invest it and i'll i'll set myself and lucy up for a good life I'm going to try to make changes where I can, if that means like building a school somewhere for people, like that is a change that you can make and you can see to the end. I don't know how to 
I don't know how to fix you, society. You do, you might do just your move. part anyway, bro. You let's just move. I might, just, I, 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 I might just move. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't Somewhere know. You, that... you, you do your thing. You do your charities. You keep doing a lot. You give back to society a lot, man. So you're doing a part. I think you should just live guilt free. I mean, I, in fact, I uh, that day what you said really stuck with me. In fact, that I think is going to stay with me for life. What you said was like uh, during the pandemic, it's the audience that gave us so much. All of us. So it is only natural for us to also give back in terms of charity or whatever we can do. Mm-hmm. So that's a very nice thought. Yeah, there's for 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 all of our maybe complaints about haters or trolls or whatever, just to farm them for content. I mean, there's three types of viewers: the one that can't give you any money but is a positive influence in the community, the people that give within their means. You know, maybe monthly subscription, maybe they buy a course here and there, like in my case, or uh, and then there's the people that give big. The big donors yeah. they give to the other people. There are some crazy and... people, dude. There was this guy who used to always give me like ten thousand rupees, which is I don't know how many dollars. I always get confused in this. Probably not much, but yeah, it's like, and he used to always give me these big amounts, yeah. and I used to feel like, wow, this guy is crazy. Yeah, he's crazy I, about me. Yeah, you try to. I remember back in the day, I would like try to play those people a little bit more on stream, and and as I grew, I kind of said, look, like guys, you, you're not really buying a, a crazy access to me or something, but. Uh, for example, in my in my Discord, what I did is some of the biggest donors, there's just a separate channel where they all hang out and they all ended up kind of like meeting each other. They're all just regular people who are secure financially, have money, and they wanted to spend it on Twitch or YouTube or my courses or, or something. Like I used to get a guy would donate, you know, uh, $300 and say, this is for eight courses, raffle eight courses, make sure eight people get a course. Oh like wow! Openings course or something. Yeah, you just paid. Yeah, you just paid for them. So well, that's cool, man. There's there there's um. All you sorts you know of these years. days, Levi, I look at you and I feel that you're sad somewhere. Are you? Am I sad? Are you sad inside, deep inside? No, no, definitely not. You think I'm sad, really? A little bit. Something's you're, missing. Well, you're some, thinking of something all the time. I feel. It's funny because I'm actually thinking of nothing. Um, Russell Peters did a really good stand-up special about this. He was like, yeah, you know, women look at men and they go, what are you thinking about? And I go, what are you thinking about? Nothing. I was looking at the wall. Yeah. Like I, I think I try to choose my words correctly. So I don't come Uh, off. It's too much for me. Like I have to first think in Hindi. Then I translate it in English. Now I'm not going to add another layer of fucking thinking what I'm saying. And you know, I just say shit. No, I'm, I'm, I'm happy. And I, mental health is weird as a creator because I was just talking to Lucy about this. On the one hand, we're still people. We still struggle with the same stuff. But on the other hand, we have platforms and we might be wealthier than 99% of people. So it's, you, you start going, can I even have these problems? Can I ever talk about these problems? It was just like, shut up and do your thing. Go make your money. Leave us alone. Like what? Um, I think uh, as a content creator, when you're out there, you are prone to more issues uh, regarding mm. mental health like i myself face a few but i i feel yeah we should we should talk about it we should like express ourselves to our audiences i i'm i tell them sometimes when i'm streaming at night sometimes four or five yep. a.m in the morning i get very vulnerable and i start telling shit you know guys i feel like this and i talk about feelings and of course yep. i make that stream private because the man inside me doesn't want to admit it that i'm a nice little boy who doesn't want any hate who likes to you know chill and just love me. Yeah, you're like one of the nicest people I know, dude. You like 
text people you're so thankful you text or call me afterward to say thank you i've never even done that i've got i finished collabs and then i won't talk to a person for weeks not because i'm a terrible guy i just i never and, and, and in our culture it's like it's always taught to uh, me you know you should mm. you should respect elders you should uh, talk nicely to a stranger and of course you should not eat something <laughs> that they give you yeah, in New York City, you don't talk to strangers, man. That is another not. thing. It's like the complete opposite, you know? I The more I stream with you guys, I realize that I see so much difference. And uh, I sometimes feel, you know, that I am so comfortable in my country. In my country, there are some things like I can get away with, like you can... Jaywalking is not even a thing here. Like you can just cross the road with your hand like yeah, this yeah, and you walk, yeah. right? Like I've seen people just like do, do yeah, this and stop course. an entire bus. And uh, if even if you don't have a license and you're riding a scooter or your car, the the cop catches you, you give him like three dollars, and he's like, "All right, <laughs> okay, not not quite the same." Bro, here. it's pretty yeah. cool. You know, sometimes I feel that it's incredible, India. It's awesome. I love so many things about our country. The only thing that I am right now struggling with is the politicians who are fucking things up for everyone. Mm. But otherwise, I love it, bro. I love the freedom you have. You can shake a shit anywhere. You can piss on the road. There's like you take advantage of that or not really? I I feel that <laughs> if women could piss on the road, they would piss on the road. That's why they make an issue of this, you know? Because pissing on the road when you are holding it in for so long, it's the best feeling. If anything, I'm contributing to the environment. I'm pissing on the tree, which is gonna grow because my my piss has nitrogen and ammonia. Right? It's good for the plants. What have you done for the society, Levi? I have peed uh, on the, no, on yeah, the no, trees in my Definitely not. Um, yeah, you I, know, I, that's a good point. A you good you point. should. You should. In fact, if you should, you should encourage people if they do. I feel. Yeah, not here. No, here you. Uh, I you once... can't pee on the road. You you can't pee on like a tree on the road. Dude, no. I I once when I was a teenager, I got in trouble for riding my bicycle on the sidewalk at like ten o'clock at night. Bro, here people put cars on the footpaths and kill people and get away with it. I, I, yeah, I. Not only celebrities, I mean, not. I know, I know, I know. I look, man. Here, this is one of the reasons that people hate the police is because it was ten o'clock at night and there was no one around and I'm just on the sidewalk with my friend biking, and a cop stops us and gives us both tickets. Literally, like you have to go to the court and pay eighty dollars fine. What? Which movie tickets? (laughs) Okay, that was good. Uh, No, but. Tickets as in? Oh, a fine. Yes. Oh, you weren't joking? No. No, no, he gets yes, he I you have to go to the court and then appeal it, and then if you're found guilty, you have to pay eighty dollars. What? For bicycle on the sidewalk, yes. This is when I love my country. You know, this is when I'm like, what the crazy, you know? There's no concept of a sidewalk here. Like there are sidewalks, but then they suddenly merge into the road, and then there's a food lady over there, there's one person with his food basket, and then you can't go on that sidewalk with your I know. Some there's states where if a person looks at you funny and you shoot them and kill them, you can. It's called stand your ground defense. You can like not go to jail. Meanwhile, I'm a teenager biking on the sidewalk. I have to pay an eighty dollar fine. So, oh my god, man! U.S. is a crazy place, man. In in in, in its own bureaucratic ways. So I ended up man. going. I ended up going to the court. I had to miss a day of college, and the guy, the judge, you know, person before me. Uh, drinking in public is not allowed. You cannot have an open container of what? alcohol. Yeah, anywhere. It can't be seen. Okay, you're guilty. Next person, pissing on the sidewalk, $80 fine. <laughs> oh, 90, man, I would be paying a lot of fines that way. I, 99% of the people were there for open container or urinating in public. 
Bro, urinating in public, I I feel for them. I feel bad for them. And he got to me, and he goes, bicycle on the sidewalk, no signs of anything. Get out of here. Just don't do it again. I had to go to court, skip a day of school, because some cop decided that, I don't know. I don't know. Just a cop decided to write me a ticket because I was biking. He saw me biking on the sidewalk, you know. So, yeah, there are do, do, some. Do, can, can you bribe these uh, traffic police in no, uh, your country? No, Bro, way. here it's like you no. can't not bribe them. No, you know, you, you no have way. to bribe them. You have to give them money, and they let you go. There's like, uh, rarely no, they catch no. some people. No, it's 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 total. Yeah, it's 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 bad here, man. Like bu- bureaucracy here is really a it's really a problem. There's there's parts of our country that are ten years in the future, and parts that are thirty years in the past. It's and don't. They are like same here also, but here every in all those states, you can piss on the road, man. <laughs> They can piss on a tree, and people will look at you. They'll probably think of something, but there's no cop who's gonna come. He's probably gonna come and piss with you, you know, if anything. And it's then so you funny. don't. There's no tickets. They're just like two people pissing on the road and saying, "How are you doing, bro? Nice. All right." And then you just go. That's yeah. That's so wild to me, man. Like it's uh, so different. I mean, it's... of course, don't get the image that everyone on the road is just pissing everywhere. Like no, I'm just saying no, no, that... no, no. My, um, my mom is a, is a science journalist. And she Why went, would you think of her after I said pissing on the road? Can you first say that? She, she went. She went to India. I was gonna segue into her, <laughs> her going to India, um, and uh, you know. So I'm just gonna say this. I'm. This is not my view, but this is the advice you get in the United States before you travel to India. Just so the Indian audience knows, you have to be careful. You might uh, poop a lot. You might gotta be. Your digestive health could be jeopardized because of the different bac- types of bacteria. It's the same, oftentimes, if anybody from the states travels to Asia or you know. Um, so my mom went to India and she had like an incredible time. Like all these warnings about traveling to the other side of the world, you know, because she's a science journalist. She was there. She was talking to different doctors who were studying polio. Apparently, the way you guys do polio vaccinations is very different. Something yeah. I think. You you do it with like a live virus, something kind of like that. Come something. something I don't know. I've just seen one ad in the television that got very popular. It was a celebrity who was endorsing polio ads, and he was cussing in the middle because he was mm. forgetting his lines. He was like, "Guys, you should take a polio." What 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 the fuck was that? What the fuck was that line, man? And that video got viral. <laughs> Some motherfucker took that video and just put it on the internet. Okay. And that's how our country got free of polio. That's so funny. Well. My mom was there in very serious business, uh, and uh, yeah, she was reporting. I'm still waiting for the t- uh, for when this story connects to pissing on the road. It's 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 not. We're just we're moving along. We're we're okay. All right. P- pissing on the road has been book is closed, and now we're talking closed. about right. my mom traveling to to India and you know all these warnings that Americans have to face. Like she just she was totally fine. She uh, she had a great time eating food and talking to locals and doctors and. Um, I get a lot of questions, you know, when are you coming to India? I really want to, obviously, when the world opens up. Now I have some friends there. I think I have you. I don't know if Vidit is my yeah, friend. Yeah. I, hope, I hope he's my friend. Bro, we'll hang out. Like, we, everyone's very welcoming here. And Vidit will do it for the vlog anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll, 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 he'll record. You know, um, my first exposure to the Indian audience? Do you remember? Uh-huh. They hated me. Well, not oh, all of oh, them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I remember. I remember that. Remember I see, this? The thing is, like... Indian audience is very emotional and so am I like we are very emotional people you know like 
it's just like that you know we get easily I, we easily like somebody we easily hate somebody and uh, it's always like that well for those that don't remember luckily i built up a good audience just from liking my videos but uh, there was this wolfpack stream i did with vidit anish timur and hikaru and it was a little bit chaotic so i was kind of like trying to you know guide people through what to do and and so at one point vidit left his camera on or something didn't turn his camera off the right way so the crop that Hikaru and I used had four cameras. We didn't, we never used the five camera crop. So if Vidit's camera stayed on, it messed with things. If he turned it off, but stayed in the call, it would be okay. And I kind of suggested that it would be better for us if he just turned it, the camera off, but stayed in the call to talk to us. And How people dare just thought, you? I know. How they dare you disrespect with it, Gujarati, like I, that, man? Dude, it was bad, man. I was getting like emails. <laughs> it was, it was bad. People in the comments were like, I do not like that guy. And yeah. so, mate, I, you know what's crazy? That happened a year ago. I have a good memory. I recognize in YouTube comments people who were angry at me a year ago still angry at me in your comments or uh, a niche or, or somewhere being like, why is this guy so popular? I will never understand. It's been a year and their opinion has never changed since that day. You know, the day I disrespected or I didn't disrespect. I was just trying to say like, hey man, you know, so. Uh, how, how, is, how is the American audience? Are they emotional or what is it? Bro, I mean, emotional in different like, ways. I, it, yeah, it, yeah. But we just talked about cancel culture. Dude, it's like, it's, it's bad here, man. It's like, uh, for sure, yeah. I make is, it like, is, is it like very easily they like somebody and very easily they dislike somebody? Is it like that? Well, like for example, I'll give you an example. Mm -hmm. For example, if I do a, if if I if I put a stand-up video, mm -hmm. and uh, in the end of it, I'll just touch the ground and I'll do this, like you know, like a, this, and then the video ends. People are, in the comments are gonna be like, "Wow, what a what a down-to-earth guy. He touched the floor while he, that shows that shows his love for stand-up. You know, that shows his love for the art form." And then people are writing, "Yeah, you know, you should love your art." And then they they get very like touched by these things. You know what I'm saying? If they get very easily touched. touched. You touch the floor after a show in America. I don't think, I think they'd be like, why do you touch the floor? It's kind of weird. <laughs> um, yeah, no, no. We, we get emotional, I guess, for different things. If you said a joke that was pretty offensive or uh, a, a female member of the audience started arguing with you and you said something that could be misconstrued as like very sexist, it even though you're a comedian and you're respectful to women, you just, you know, you're, you're, putting on an act yeah like stuff like that but no we uh, we're we're emotional in in, in different ways I, sometimes i've uh, for example i was recording a, an episode of guess the elo and i was saying oh my god a lot i said oh my god four or five times in a row and i immediately said oh no i shouldn't say that because the last time i said that somebody in the comments was you know you shouldn't use god's name in vain that's oh. very different don't say oh my god that's that's you know that's and I, and it's like a legit. It's not a troll. I clicked the account. This guy will, must have problems watching porn. Yeah, probably does have problems watching porn. That is a very fair point. Or doesn't watch it. That also is an option. That Although probably that, explains why he's so angry in life. That probably does explain why he's yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, very. That's very, uh, to be honest, it's completely logical. As much as of, uh, it was supposed to be funny, it's also very true. And I immediately after that said. So I said, oh, I shouldn't say, oh my God, people will get offended. And then, and then I basically said, did God tell you that he, would be, that, that he or she would be offended? 
That's what I said. He I or she. Made... I like how you said he or she. Yeah, well, for my American audience, I, I don't want to yeah. assume. So I said something like that. Look, at the end of the day, people know how I view life. You could be religious. By all means, be a religious. Just don't let the way you live your life infringe or damage the way other people live their life. That's it. That's it. That's like the, the, that, that, that's it. You know, that's it. Let other people live their life. You believe what you want to believe. Now, people were mad, man. People were... And then the way YouTube works, a collective, like a beehive of people formed surrounding this opinion over here you know that you should don't take god's name in vain no first oh of all, my it's, god it's in the ten commandments number one it's so but then, oh my then they god. got really offended that i that i made this joke this oh you you you, you, you like a very angry i'm unsubscribing i'm unsubscribing all this stuff like okay yeah but you're gonna still click okay. my video when it appears in your recommended section so it's subscribe or not but how <laughs> How can you live your life like that, getting so offended over stuff? Tell me what image forms in your head of this person. Like, I can clearly imagine this person in my country, if I would tell, what, what face do you think? What ethnicity do you think? Tell me everything about this guy that is in your head. It's, 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 not, it's not that... Well, a lot of cranky people are white <laughs> in the United <laughs> States. We got a lot of cranky white folks. You know, Karens, that's, that's what we call them. So... Uh, with Karens or, or Kyles or Kevins, it's, it's always, um, somehow, anytime I crack these jokes, people from India, people who are African-American, people who are Asian, people, they always laugh. Always. They always laugh. They find the humor in this stuff. You know, Indians always tell me to do an Indian accent. They always ask me to impersonate Vishy Anand. I can't, man. I can't do it. If I do a Vishy Anand impersonation, it's, it's like... It's racist. I can't do an Indian accent as a white guy or a Chinese I, accent. In India, it's like we have seen so much variety. There are like thousands of languages, so many different cultures. Within India, there's so much variety. We have seen so much, so much, so much different kinds of people. Yeah, we are okay with these kind of things. And uh, right now, there's a lot of like right-wing cancel mm. culture going on. Like if you say anything on religion, you are fucked. If you say anything on a political party, we'll come behind you and all of that thing. That this cancel culture has still not come as big that if you say something, you know, uh, like you something of uh, this transgender and you say something about it, mm -hmm. like that thing is still not reached. You can still make a joke, you know, that day I told you a joke, right? Remember on stream, and you were like, What the fuck is this joke? You <laughs> I'll get cancelled for it. That yep. was like, Okay, it was that like another joke. And I've seen uh, the communities very dank. There are these young people who is coming up, the next generation. They are fucking crazy people, bro. They're the kind of memes they share, kind of humor yeah. they have. It's very dark and it's very funny and I love it. And I love, I think that's how it should be. That they're just people laughing harmlessly on jokes. That's all. What are they going to do? They're sharing a joke. In fact, the more you make it not jokeable about, the more funny it is if you joke about it. Yeah, the problem is that then there, there is an issue with this, and it, it, it can straight up just lead to, you know, misogyny, and then people go, oh, it's just a joke. That's the problem. The, pro the problem is that with all this, we will never all get on the same page. Like, some people will go way too extreme. But you don't have to be on the same page, right? That's... You don't have to. That's like, that's what equality is. Everybody is, needs to, like, is okay yeah. to have their own opinion, yeah. is okay to say whatever they want, as long as you are not hurting somebody, like, physically or whatever, like, hate speech and all of that shit. You're, that's how you get legends like George Carlin. That's how you get legends like Bill Burr and Louis C.K. and, uh, you know, mm -hmm. so many people.
Yeah. I, the Andrew Schulz, do you follow this guy, Andrew Schulz? You asked me that like 30 minutes ago. Bro, mm-hmm. listen to this guy, bro. Andrew Schulz is one of the funniest people you'll find. And he's uh, he does a lot of shows in your country. Go check him out sometime, man. Okay. He's so funny and so politically incorrect, but funny, you know? He touches the line and then he comes back. That's, Enjoy it. I like, I'll, I'll, I'll watch a few clips. I never, I never heard of him. So it's good. I like listening to funny new comedians that I've never heard of. Um, you told me you don't have a passport. I don't have a passport, man. I didn't even have a bank account until I uh, won some money in this comedy show. Because they never teach you this shit in school. Oh, no, no, definitely not. No, they, they teach you don't. fucking mitochondria. Who the fuck cares about mitochondria, man? Where is mitochondria going to help me? It's a powerhouse of cell, not powerhouse of my fucking house. I know. I, know. I what like you, they don't teach taxes. They don't teach finance. They don't teach investment. They don't they, teach all the real shit. His, that's, they don't, they don't teach the real they, history. They teach. Yeah. 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 yeah history I know. is different in every country. Well, like, it's also, you know? yeah. Like I not to go back to everything that we've been discussing, but uh, they don't teach all the atrocities that were committed and then learning yeah. from them. They they always teach you the motivational thing, the revolt yeah, yeah. of 1850, how we revolted, how we got in the, what, what we did here, yeah. you know, to the in caste system. They don't really talk about it. I really, I really feel like, especially how is the education system in your country, man? In my country, education system is a failure. I feel it's a joke. Like if you get stuck in that system, you're fucked. You have to at one point get out of it or be really good at it. So write the complete cream of it. Like go to the best school or the best college, then it's great. Like the IIT may be best, but if you go to any, they're like, I don't know, million engineering colleges in the country and everyone's becoming an engineer. No one knows why they're becoming an engineer. What are they trying to make? Everything is already made. They're just... Yep, so yep. stuck in the system. How we is it have, there? We have a lot of we have a lot of talking points about education. I mean, I basically what I'll say is uh, we obviously have so we have K twelve, so kindergarten, which is when you're five, four, five, twelfth grade, which is the last grade of high school, and then you go to college. So you also have pre K. So before kindergarten, pre K is not pre K is the time when the child is drinking breast milk, right? No, you could be like three and a half, four years old. It's pre-K. Okay. So before that is nursery. Yeah, that's so that's, that's basically when he's drinking milk from the breast, right? Well, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I'm I drank, sure uh, I, 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 when I was a child, I drank milk from breast until I think I was five. Actually? Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure that's a little late. But I my, don't know. My mom didn't mind. Well, yeah, I, I, I mean, there's kids in the United States that probably are still drinking milk and they're like 18. 23. So yes, we have, we have some, I don't know. Actually, I don't know. I, th- I thought, I thought it stopped at two, three, but like I said, I, this is, this is what I know from American medicine, American upgrade. I have no idea. I could be, I have no clue. So, uh, you have the age two, age three, age four, which is not fundamentally agreed upon and you can go basically anywhere. You just find a place that takes care of kids at that age. But where it gets interesting is K-12 because you have private school, you pay to send your kid there. Uh, and a lot of private school has like a lot of celebrities and they all try to preach different things that we uh, do things in a different way or we have all the best tools or we have all the uh, modern this and that and let me tell you something the way these kids teach uh, the way these schools teach these kids is crazy man like 
Some of these schools don't grade you on tests until high school. You get to age 14, you've never received a numerical number, which quantifies how well you scored on a test. It's That's all... Good. You like that? I love that. Okay, why, so, yeah, I mean... Why, why make a child insecure like at that age? Like, okay, know? so sure. I, to me, that's super weird. I think that's For really me, weird. what is weirder is teaching them something they're never going to use and then just I, uh, making them, you know, uh, uh, yes. mug up shit and then write that in the exam and that's all. I, yes, that, I agree that's with That's even that worse too. to me. Dude, it's like the, top, the, 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 the genre of this podcast is a little bit of here, a little bit of that, you know? I don't yeah. think you should go through all of school just being told, okay, well, this is good, but this needs a little bit of improvement. I think you should, at the end of the day, like, you need to quantify something. I, yes, I understand, like, we standardized testing and all this. It's, it's really not the best approach to finding out how smart a child is or what their potential is. And I understand that everybody just ends up studying for a subject they couldn't care less about. And the second they take the test, they forget everything. Um... But some of these schools are like are really really weird and some schools also cost fifty thousand dollars a year whoa for a six-year-old like whoa. you don't need to spend that money yeah and then the, pu the public schools are terrible so there's many places where public schools are okay but there's also many like big cities some of the worst public schools like they close because all the kids there are failing all the time oh, and wow. then that becomes an argument of is it a socioeconomic thing? Is it a cultural thing? Is it this? And then what some schools do is some schools want to promote more or more diversity. So they want to bring kids from different parts of the city, even though some of the kids that are getting in might have lower test scores than some of the kids from other parts of the city. And that leads to a, a war that leads to a complete meltdown. Everyone's like, my kid is scoring better and is getting discriminated against. Uh, so yeah, just like anything else, it's a total, it's a total uh, chaos here. So um, we have a reservation system that works similarly where we have like reservations of like on basis of caste on basis of uh, mm. somewhere gender also like so many things that is there but uh, is like do you not have compulsory attendance in public schools Mandatory yeah, yeah, yeah. We have like, yeah yeah we have like well if you go to a school if it's in your zone for example or if you live somewhere or um, we we in, it, we don't really <laughs> here's what i'll say we don't have caste so we don't have i guess like a thing that identifies where you are in the caste system rather in the united states we like to pretend it doesn't exist but it 100 percent exists yeah exists, yeah that's yeah see america is very good at that we're yeah uh, i uh you know i i myself uh, get this benefit of being a kashmiri so this i, I got uh, some discount for uh, in uh, my in my engineering Mm. So, you know, work for me. Um, when I asked your chat earlier today, if, what a few things that I should ask you during the podcast, one of the things they asked you was like, why did you abandon Kashmir? <laughs> I don't know if that's a meme or if that was some crazy person trying to get... Bro, because like, uh, I didn't want to get killed. Okay, yeah, that's fair. And then there was two others. Uh, there was one... like an et ethnic cleansing happening there, bro. So I, I just had to make a run for it. That's why my grandparents left the Soviet Union. That's... Yeah, they hated Jews there. Uh, yeah. the, the most offensive joke that I make about Jews is like, yo, why does everyone hate us, man? We, be, we must have been pissing people off for thousands of years for every <laughs> civilization to try to get rid of us. You know, that's the most offensive yeah. joke that I'll make. And about... you can make it because you're, you're Jews. Ah, Jewish. I'm Jewish. Right? I can make all the that's Jews That's why you joke. can make it. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. Yep, I'm sorry, Jews, if I offended you, but... Um, that's that's why I make all the Kashmir jokes, man. 
Yeah, exactly. I always just say like, of course I can make, you know, people in the chat are asking me about donations. I'm like, what are you talking, I'm Jew Jew you're talking to a Jewish man about donations. Of course, here's the link. Here's all the different <laughs> ways that I take payment. Um, uh, okay, so the other two things were GF reveal. This is obviously a thing that I've seen um, everywhere. Yeah. It's a big, big thing. Um, I, 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 I'm seeing someone and uh, she's a little older than me, but I, I don't know. I, just, I, li I like to keep it like personal for now. But the chat always is like GF reveal, GF reveal at 1900. When you reach 1850, GF reveal. So then I also play along. I'm like, okay, let's do GF reveal. And then I, there's a friend called Gamer Fleet. I just reveal him because he's also <laughs> GF. Something like that. I fuck around. But yeah, um, I'm I'm a very one woman kind of a guy. I I have, I like to be uh, with somebody. I I feel I'm a very nice person when I'm with a woman. You know, mm. I feel when I'm with my girlfriend, I'm a different person. And that person is like a child and is like a boy and he's not a mature guy he's like all lovey-dovey and all these oh my boo-boo kind of a guy and i enjoy that space man because it's the only place i get to be that yeah and yeah yeah i like for sure talking in a totally different tone of voice or, be, or, yeah. or being i mean of course that's like a side of you that you only you, you're only going to share with one person i will say that or if you guys subscribe to my channel maybe members only stream we might do it oh yeah yeah of course <laughs> you got to pay for it and then uh pay for it top tier it? membership but what I, what I found with, with Lucy was we, so I had to change obviously a few things for the relationship uh, to work. We both, we both did, but me more for sure. Definitely for more. For sure, for sure. I think there's so many more wrong things with men. I have yeah, noticed yeah. this. Yeah, for I had sure. To, I, I had to listen to uh, certain things about myself and go, you know what? Yep. And I, I, st I still do like actually like pretty proactively. I'll just randomly hit the pause button, which I think... A lot of us don't do in life, even if everything is good, like maintenance check and go, you know what, I'm, why am I doing this one thing? We, we frequently will either convince ourselves of that we are doing something correctly and it's just like, we don't, you like think about it, you go, why am I doing this? Like, what, or why am I not doing this thing a different way? And uh, it could be job, career, bad habit, hygiene, health, anything, any, really anything and uh, mental health, anything. And you just have to hit the pause button and just like take a look and so i had to, i had to do it for sure but we i think one thing that 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 makes this relationship work so well with lucy is the fact that we we actually can very much be ourselves so we <laughs> we'll spend a day screwing around with each other like it will be in different rooms and anytime one of us comes into the other's line of sight we'll give each other the middle finger like Little stupid, oh, little stupid games, you know? Or we'll just be like arguing and she'll be like, oh, you're such, such, such a moron. I'll be like, you're a moron. And then we just like start arguing about who's the bigger moron. And we like, things like that. Like we have no filter with each other. We're like, totally, but if we need to be serious, we're gonna be serious, 100%. Like we're gonna have a totally serious, you know, conversation. But we, we can be sarcastic. We can be idiots together. We can be like, that's, that's what you need. You can't, I don't think you can have just a chunk missing and I think what's also very important is what, what I think a lot of men have to realize is like, that's like your best friend. That is. You have male best friends maybe before that who have known you longer, known things you've gone through uh, in other relationships or other parts of life, the kind of person you've been for longer. But like that person 
will become your friend. Not in a consuming way, not in a toxic way, not in anything like that. And she'll give you your space with your friends when necessary. Or he will give you your space with your friends when I was talking about. But uh, yeah, that that's one thing that that really makes uh, a healthy relationship work. And I um, every time, uh, every with every relationship, I have become much better as a human being. You see, that's good. Like like, with, but I not have, not in a way that you adapted to that person. Just period. No, no, of course not. Yeah, just a better person. Mm-hmm. Like you know, I uh, and what I realized very late, in fact, was that a relationship. You're 23. Is, what do you mean very late? You're 23. I mean, I've done my dating, man. I've I've been in like that's, committed relationships for long, fucking four or five but... years. You know, uh, so I, what I realized is that relationship is literally like a ship that you both are paddling. And you have to work towards the towards the ship, not towards you, and towards the thing that you make together. Towards the like, you know, you have to make some sacrifices. They do go out of your their way for something, and it's not about me being right or them being right. It's about what is best for the relationship that you do. Mm-hmm. And uh, that way, uh, keeping that vision in my mind, I've. I've been very clear in my head in terms of my relationship. Like I'm very sorted. I feel very sorted when I think about my private life. I'm like, oh, this is this part is sorted. Uh, this gigs I'm doing, I always have insecurities. Am yeah. I writing a good joke? Am I not? That's always I'm not sure about everything. But with this, I'm like, oh, this is perfect. This is like I wouldn't change a thing about this. Yeah, it's it helps a lot to have uh, stability. Yeah, That's it. Stability. Like just just have. Something stable you never need to think about. Sometimes she puts these things in my head, but you're only 23, you have to explore more shit. I'm like, what are you, should I cheat on you or what? Like, what are you <laughs> hinting at? She's like, are you sure this is for you? Like, I am looking for something serious here. I'm like, let's have some fun, but also be serious. What do you mean, let's look for something serious? We're yeah, not yeah, uh, having yeah. some no, disease. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's true. Uh, yeah, I mean, Lucy and I have, yeah, we have those moments. I definitely... Um, we do have the stereotype in the relationship that I, as the male, think about nothing. If you just ever catch me sitting, like we talked about earlier, if you yeah. ever just catch me sitting there, like uh, I'm just literally staring at nothing, it's usually thinking about nothing. Or I am always brainstorming uh, w- new content, or I'm always brainstorming how to work on some new project or what I'm currently working on or something. I am never spending any time ruminating on the relationship because I'm good. Everything's good. Like same, as far as I'm concerned, is everything good? Everything's good. But does she do that? A lot, yeah. A lot, yeah. But yeah, but yeah. there are days. There are days where it's like, hey, we need to talk about this one thing. Yeah. And I'm really bad. Like th- this is the problem. I can't sometimes always just sit and and be serious. I'll just make fun of her. I'll just laugh at her for thinking that way. And she'll be like, I what are you laughing about? I'll just be like, you know, I'll be like, dude, what are you, what are you stressing about? Like, we yeah. we'll figure it out. That's always we'll yeah. figure it out. I think, um, do you think that comes from the, from the place that like I, for example, am unable to handle so much emotion at once. I just want to chill. I want to, I want to just have it like all, everything should be just not so emotionally heavy that I'm thinking and getting sad about it. I just want to be chill about things. Maybe I mean, we're all, I think I have very low EQ. Okay. Maybe, I don't know. <laughs> I, I just feel, I just feel like you know. Have you not heard Bilbo's that Bilbo's bit uh, where he goes, you know, like uh, as men when you grow up, you're always taught to be strong and to not call a puppy cute and to not say uh, cute maybe, things. Maybe, and, uh, sure, yeah, I guess it's all hidden beneath 
I see. I grew up not listening to anybody. Uh-huh. I I was a chess player, and chess is a very individual activity. You don't you don't have teammates. You just rely Unless on yourself. Unless you're playing four-player chess. Correct. Yes, but you know, in, individually. And I had divorced parents, so I spent mm-hmm. my childhood carving out the best of each one of them. You know, finding like when one would give me something or one, and then. Uh, I was uh, I was the youngest in my grade in school because my mom pushed me through. I skipped straight to first grade. I was always the youngest one, so I had to really believe in myself. And and a lot of that, like so I wouldn't get bullied. I was always the loudest. I was even though I was the smallest. I always was the first to fight. I always was the first to be sarcastic. I always was the first, and everybody was kind of like, oh, it's this brat, you know. And that still got me some friends, but it still it, it was it was better than getting than getting bullied all the time. So. Um, I, I was always like that. I was always the kind of person that I had to rely on, on myself for better or for worse, which always made me stubborn. It made me, made me like not listen to what people said to me. So I was not raised in much way at all. I mean, I kind of absorbed my information from parts and then I sort of like, I was hanging out in New York city by myself at the age of 12. Which, I, which you can't do as a girl. You can't do as a girl. That's Why? Because society is disgusting, man. Society oh, man. Need, needs I fixing. I always think of New York and I think all these cool people just hanging out, chilling, going yeah, out. Yeah, it, it is. It is. It is. But the truth is it's, it's very different being a young boy and a young girl. It's just that uh, unfortunately we want to... I, I wish it wasn't, but un- yeah, that's why my mom like didn't care. She was like, "Dude, go out and." The more we talk, the more I don't want to get a visa, man. The passport, you know. <laughs> New York is great as a tourist. It's also great living here. It's just, yeah, the, the 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 problems are the problems. I mean, I'm a I'm a cranky man, you know. I'm that's another Jewish stereotype. We complain a lot, so I uh, I'm a cranky. Plus, you're man. 25. This is the arrogance of youth. I'm 25. My my, my lower back is like 50. Oh man, yeah, that happens a lot when you, uh, you know, I recently I had this toothache and I realized, oh fuck, am I getting old? You know, this might just be your tooth start hurting. And I tell uh, tell me when the disc in your spine leaves the area. Talk to me then. But did uh, did that happen to you? Did that happen to you? I have a herniated disc. I've had it since I was sixteen. Oh man, I had two root canals, but that's it. That guy told me while root canals, I said anything changes in my life after this. He said you can't be an astronaut. I said, look at my marks, man. I can anyway not be an astronaut. Yeah, so tell I... me anything else. He said, no, you're cool. But until touch wood, nothing major has happened to me. I get scared with diseases. I am a hypochondriac. I don't know what that's called. Basically, I see if something happens to me. If my jaw starts hurting, I Google my jaw is hurting. Left tooth. What is it? Cancer. You're yeah. going to die in five days. And then I just freak out. I call everybody up and they're like, relax, relax. It's Google. Yeah. It's Google. Yeah. On Google, Samai, your worth is 14 billion. That's not true. Just chill. It's like, like, okay. it's, it's like twelve. It's twelve. It's like um, it's like how the, there is this meme about Hikaru. If you look up Hikaru's net worth, it's forty-five million dollars. It's like yeah, yeah, and it's not. It's never true. It's it's like um, I don't know what those guys are smoking. Yeah, we, which reminds me, what uh, like through your days, have you like indulged smoking? Eh, smoking, drinking, chilling, partying. Um, when I was a teenager. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I've smoked weed before mm. as a teenager. Um, I've never said that on, in any YouTube way. I don't think I've said, I said it on stream, I'm very open about it on, on, on stream. Um, is it legal in your country though? 
in parts in certain so you smoked parts. in those parts of obviously uh yes when you were in those parts of course, yes yeah. yes yeah yeah of course uh, that's it's illegal otherwise um yeah, yeah. also only pirated software in the legal part <laughs> <laughs> only downloaded programs illegally in the legal parts you know where it was legal yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah i mean um as a, as a teenager, you're, you're exposed to it. And uh, I was, well, I was very lucky because my mom was very chill about it and she would talk oh. to me about it and she would so roll you a joint, not to that extent, but she would tell me the risks and you know, she, it, it, it really, you need, you need to have, that's the problem, cool, right? You need, you need to have parents. You need to have uh, older people who can tell you the right way to live life. I uh, was always scared of my dad, man. I like, you know, as a child. I never had that equation. My dad used to come in the room. I used to like, have you seen a uh, family guy? Yeah. Yeah. It was like that kind of situation back in the day. Now it's all cool. Though. But yeah. Uh, were your parents cool like that? Uh, you're not the first uh, person either from India or of Indian descent that I know to have this dynamic with their father. Uh, <laughs> we used to, I, I, I grew up in a neighborhood in, in New Jersey, which is like 30 miles away. Uh, where we had like a notorious couple of Indian dads who were very scary. A couple of families were very nice, but we had a couple of dads. Like if they, if they, the whole school was afraid of them, not just the kid. The whole school knew that if they showed up in the school, there was this, someone was either going to get their ass beat or someone, so the whole school was going to get their ass beat, dude. Um, so yeah, we, it's actually funny also just whenever I taught Indian kids, yeah. um, some had very chill families. And some had the dad oh, who the sat, dad. The sat with the kid and argued with me. He'd argue oh. I'm not teaching the kid the right way. Oh, man. He would was be like, Abhimanyu Mishra's dad? No, 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 it's not him. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, it would, be, it would be like the dad who's got like a chess.com rating of 600, like sitting there like, <laughs> why is it not this move? Ishan, pay attention, you know, like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, my father used to make me eat vegetables. See, thing is, my father grew up in Kashmir, okay, and then that got taken away from him. But all the vegetables and everything, he fucking loves them. He mm. loves to have, it's called hak in uh, Kashmiri. It's like a green, it's like spinach. Mm. And he used to make me have that. Anytime I used to have food, he used to put it in my plate like this much. And if I wouldn't eat it, he would slap me and he would be fucking eat this shit. It's Kashmir. It's Kashmir. You have to keep this inside you. We have to pass this on to generation and generation. <laughs> Every time he used to walk in my room, I used to, what I used to do, I used to first have that entire thing in my mouth and then have the chicken curry and then I would have everything. And then what he would do, he would see that I already had it so that my taste doesn't get spoiled. He would give me more at the end of it because you know, he was that kind of a father. And I used to get like, if I, you know, there's so many times I've taken a piss in the, in the wash basin, because if I go inside and I do the flush at 2 AM, he might wake up and be like, what the fuck are you doing at 2 AM? So I would just slowly piss in that, in that, you know, wash basin on, on near the trees and all of that shit. So yeah. I, I have never said, I love you to my dad. Never. Really? I can't, I can't even, Not, I don't think even he can. Wow. I love him. I love him. But wow. there is something about the dynamic. I am, I can say, I love you to my mom every day, but with my dad, it's like, you know, I love you and you know that, but I can't say that to you because you know, I don't know. It's, it's a, it's a different, yeah, it's a different culture. It's like here growing up, I. I treated, I treated my dad with no respect growing up, basically. No respect. Well, no respect. Well, that's yeah. no, not possible. That's yeah, not possible. That's it's, something it's, I can't it's, imagine. It's not because I'm, well, I was probably a terrible child. But when you have like uh, split parents, it's, 
you know, you kind of, you end up internally picking a side a little bit. And, um, My, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'll find out. We, we had a, it was a, it was a tumultuous, it was a, it was a, it was a, a weird, you know, dynamic as, as I grew up. And, um, yeah, now I'm obviously older. I'm like, damn, I wish 14 year old me didn't behave that way. But what are you going to do? You're 14 years old. You're a complete psychopath. Uh, and uh, let's not forget, that's also why I, I quit chess between 12 and 15. I could have Because I was a lunatic. I was just... I oh, no, like I said, nobody could sit me down. Nobody could talk to me. I, I was going around and inhaling things or drinking things. or I mean, luckily, I was always kind of scared of getting into too dangerous yeah, of a situation. Yeah, so, you know, I never tried. I was terrified of hard drugs. So, um, yeah, you know, and even eat like, like I haven't done smoked in almost 10 years because oh, that's awesome. I, I got it all out of the way as like a, as like a crazy What, what do you mean 10 years? You were 15 back then. Were you smoking when you were 15? Yes. Oh man, that's, so I was, weird. <laughs> that's crazy. I, I got, I, I got the whole phase. When done. did you start? 11? I know chess players start early. I don't mm, know that. No, even for like, for like 14 to 17, maybe 15 to maybe 18. Oh, I, smoking? I, I, I don't know. Never, never felt big. It was there. It was there, and it felt, it felt good. I mean, worst things that happens. The worst thing that happens to you, you do it with a with a nice group of friends. You have snacks. Everything is funny. Music sounds better. You want to go for a walk. Everything's great. The problem is that as you get older, more anxieties kick in. You, you, you get really stressed. I remember I thought I had a day when I was dying, and uh, I called my mom, and I was like, "Mom, what? I'm, gonna, I'm gonna die." Like I, because my heart rate was really crazy, and. Uh, my mom was at a journalism conference at a, a table. Hey, Levy, can you die later? I'm yeah. in the middle of a meeting. She excused herself and talked to me and calmed me down. I, wore, I put a wet towel all over my head and face for oh, an man. hour. And I sat on the bathroom floor until it wore off and I oh. was okay. And my mom went back to the table and they were like, what happened? She's like, yeah, my kid like smoked something that was too... And they're like, <laughs> why are you not like killing him? And she's like, I mean... Worst things can happen, you know? And since then, I've been a like, good boy. I've never... Um, and it's silly. I mean, it's silly. I, it, of course, if you have some CBD or you do some of this, like, you know, CBD oil or vape, which is cleaner than that, the, the, the smoke inhalation, it's fine, man. All this stuff, you know, it's, like, demonized, but it's, it's not as bad as alcohol. Alcohol can destroy your body. It can completely, you know, like... Worst thing that happens when you smoke too much weed, you pass out or you hallucinate or you eat too much you don't, you don't hallucinate when you do weed man i know but you can like get anxiety because you're paranoid that's like what happened uh, to yeah. me that's what happened to me i was like freaking out but yeah it's all this stuff i'll man. give you my dealer's number he'll give you better weed no maybe but no no i'm i'm a good boy but if i if i ever come back i won't announce it on the podcast you know although it's <laughs> it's legal in new york now it's legal in new york so is it is it oh i think cool. so here here the pawn is banned here Forget about weed. You know, weed was legal in India long ago. Of course, it's like always the same story. Then they find a way to make it crazy and then they ban it, right? That's like... Yeah. I mean, they didn't want people to have fun and chill. They're like, be stressed. We want to divide. We want to fuck up with you. One of my favorite countries in the world, Singapore. It's, it's also banned. They'll kill you if you bring it in. Yeah, yeah, bro, they are too. Like, somewhere like, I am so grateful that in my country there's extremes, but like, not like this much that they'll kill you for a joint. You'll probably have to give a thousand dollars. I love it. Five. Dude, I love it. I love Singapore. 
I love Singapore. They kill you, you if you, they find weed on you. They so, kill you. So, okay, so don't do. So don't do it. What's the problem? Dude, that's Dude, crazy. Here in India, I there was, was a. They, they found a farm which was growing weed legally. You know what uh -huh. they did? They burnt it. Yeah, I mean, in the United States, you know, there's people who go around forests, natural forests, like natural forests, and if they see marijuana growing, they burn it. You just in the forest. There's they people... get high after that. Probably, yeah. Honestly, it sounds like a great that, job. That village was high. I remember. I don't know where it was. I was reading about it. Like that entire place, they got mm -hmm. high as fuck after that. The cops were like, wait, yep. what? What happened here? Yep. And then they were like, so you just burned this shit down. It was weed. Yep, yep, yep. It's, uh, there's a lot of history that, that I'd, I'd love to read up on one day of all this like drugs and drug trades and, and, and how like certain drugs have destroyed societies or how society demonized like for example marijuana like in the united states but i i, I can't pretend like i read any books you read any books it's, uh, i uh, tinkle digest and uh, asterisk if that counts yeah see like i haven't read something and been like oh wow it's fascinating i just learned something you know i i don't have the attention span i find myself reading Same. a book i read a page i go what just happened i, for I forget the first the whole paragraph. page, whole page. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah 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 same and I really tried, you know, I really tried to be that guy. I read Harry Potter entirely. I really loved it. I read Goosebumps. But then when it gets to these crazy books, you know, like John Grisham yeah. and all these big, big books. And I'm like, ah, this is a little thick for me. Yeah, I just bought a book and I'm, I bought a book a few months ago. I was really excited. The most exciting thing is when you're at the store and you see this beautiful book and the front cover looks so interesting and the art is so interesting and you're in the bookstore so you feel inspired and then it's a book about the genome how we started sequencing dna to predict what diseases you'll have and what you're more prone to and how it used to cost a hundred thousand dollars and now you could do it on swab the inside of your mouth send it to the lab you know you're you know 75 percent caucasian and 25 percent idiot you know like me so i think i'm 100 percent russian jewish like it's like like literally 100 percent stuff like that and I read the first like seven pages and I don't even know where the book is anymore, man. I like lost the book. I don't know where it is. I, I always, whenever I'm at the airport, I go to the bookstore and that guy and I, by now he knows me by face. Like this is the asshole who just comes, has a look around and never buys shit, you know? I buy the I'm candy. Just... I buy the candy. <laughs> I, I buy food right opposite to that shop. You know, the guy looks at me, you motherfucker, you spent 40 minutes here. You go there for five minutes, you order a fucking burger. And here I'm just looking at all books. I, I like looking at books. I like smelling them, but I cannot read them. I, I'm like, yeah, it's too much work. You know, make a movie out of this fast. Oh yeah, man. Documentaries are great, but that's- Documentaries are great, bro. See, it's, it's the, I have this mindset with chess too. It's like, I, I, I used to get the physical copies. Now I learned my best from the courses, even for me, like some of this chessable stuff, which is obviously made for title players and like masters. I can only learn from the video. I can't learn from the digital print and I can't learn from the move trainer. I have to watch the video and I have to play with the chessboard on this monitor. And that's the only way I can learn. And it's the same with, yeah, I, I, that's just how I learn best. I don't know. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, reading, I think, you know, people I've seen, they do a lot of it. Uh, not for me, not my cup of tea. I, I, I like to watch either seven second, like you see these people, they have clips channels like uh, mm -hmm. both his clips and all that, that is my attention span. Like, like Gotham city. Yeah. I just Gotham, made my yeah. new, new clips yeah. channel. Yeah. 
so that's the kind of shit i watch like 30 seconds i'm good that's my attention span there for you you know i think tiktok and instagram reels has done all this to us yeah i'm telling you they have reduced our attention span now and they're selling us shit now and you are a main cause of this your gotham city clips well, like you know yep. i i i used to be a guy who used to watch two hour like shawshank redemption and you know pulp fiction and now i watch instagram reels and people teenagers dancing and showing their butt yep and that's content now yep Yep, it's uh well, I don't know man. Do, do do you have do, do you watch Instagram reels and all that? Like trends, the dance and then well, they like I I, I always I I always make the joke that it's impossible to use Instagram as a guy. Because my Instagram is for some reason cars, even though I I don't even like I don't it's always like somebody racing a car or some sports car or fixing a car. Then it's sports. Sports makes sense. Some NBA, some MMA. And then it's like 70% random girls on my explore page. I always and I always laugh with like Lucy. I'm like I can't I can't use Instagram. I use Instagram to upload my own stuff and scroll through people I follow. I cannot go to the Instagram explore page. And they're always like, "Oh, it's your search." I'm like, "No, dude, go no, to not. any dude's Instagram." Yeah. You you can't you can't do it, man. It's like yeah, yeah. it's it's nuts. Instagram is an OTT now. It's a, it has become a platform. It has become a platform for people to showcase their shit now. It used to be a place where you used to upload a good photo of a mm-hmm. flower with a nice caption on it that you took off Google to su- to seem cool. Yep. But now it has become like yep. you know all those challenges and bust it, bust it. Come on, show me your ass, bust it. It's just that thing. Tell me that you are a piece of shit without telling me you're a piece of shit, and then oh, they yeah, do that, something that, on that. Yeah, then they just yeah, exist. Yeah. They just exist yeah. and they're like, okay, mission accomplished. Yeah, I don't watch Instagram reels because a lot of them are recycled TikToks. I just go to TikTok uh-huh. and actually TikTok is... TikTok is banned in my country, bro. I Yeah, yeah, I know, <laughs> I know, I know. I'm sorry. Did they, end cool up ban- did they They didn't ban Twitter or did they? Uh, they, they? There was a movement on the on Twitter itself that said ban Twitter. <laughs> I mean, they should ban certain people off of Twitter, but they shouldn't ban Twitter. I mean, it's... But... um. Yeah, one thing, actually, I completely forgot to say this. So if somebody listened to the podcast like an hour and 20 minutes ago and now is listening to it an hour later, um, one thing I was going to say is we, social media is such a trap because when you're not happy, even if you're okay in your day-to-day life, got to remember a lot of people post the best moments of their life or they just fake it. They just fake it. Like, why would you post? Very few people post their struggles. Um, successful people post their struggles. A lot of creators will be like, I'm struggling with this because they might be. And also because they seem, they, they relate to the general public. But their photo will always be in HD. Okay, sure. Yes. But you know, I'm, I mean, on a serious note, I have posted my struggles maybe with health and fitness or with, or with certain mental health or with burnout, not to seem relatable. But to be like, dude, I mean, even I'm struggling and this is how I'm going to overcome it. And people look at you as you grow as a role model for better or for worse. So you should not just be the person that they watch for 10 to 20 hours a week for the chess or entertainment or word game challenge. You know, they, 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 you, you can be a good influence for them. But people, you see how people are having a great time on their social media or you see all this stuff. They're posting their highlights. They struggle with the same shit that you do too, man. Um, 
But then pretend like, to be these happy people who are always happy, always having a pizza, always like with friends. Because it gets clicks. It gets it, it's, it. it gets the clicks. It gets the engagement. Oh my god! Look at this like sick new pizza place. You know, but and and the my same goes. My Instagram is mostly just brand work, man. Yeah, I haven't had a brand deal on Instagram actually. I, I it's all on YouTube. It's all on YouTube and Twitch. I like so it though. My, my 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 people are like they like fucking post something normal. Then I have to really you know. Find an occasion like okay, finally I have this one photo I can upload between these four brand works. Let's insert this before I put a yep. fifth brand work after this, because at one point people are gonna be like, "What the fuck are you doing, man? How much money will you make? Did you invest?" Of course, of course I you do. I mean, but in what? Um. Well, I was I knew about crypto before it was ever mainstream. I hate to sound like that, but uh. I, and so I, I, it's not like I had a lot or anything, actually I had like zero, but so whenever I earned money, I would always buy Bitcoin at any price, any price. And that was the, that was the first thing that I did. And then I, I had like a, a few, a few like random, you know, big stocks just because I was learning about the stock market. Um, so now what it looks like, I cashed out all of my Bitcoin into Ethereum. And nice. I, I keep a stash of gambling money for cryptocurrency. So I just make crazy plays on random altcoins. And my, my philosophy is if it goes to nothing, then I won't cry about it. And I, I do the same on the stock market. So I, I buy some funds. I buy certain stocks that I'm confident in. And then I have my gambling money, which I use for AMC and GameStop and BlackBerry and whatever Wall Street bets has me play because I think that's like the way you should do it. Um, and then recently I, uh, I, I got into like some angel investing. So into like, oh nice, like a fund, like a fund that, um, will buy some companies and yeah, I'm pretty excited about that. Cause it'll, it'll teach me some cool stuff. It'll it's like, Oh, very me. exciting world. You know, this investment, I, I got to know about it like this, I mean the past seven, eight months only I've started investing mm -hmm. a lot. And I'm really enjoying it. I really like looking at that green color plus yeah, gains, I, capital gains and everything. It's, you know, it's I, cool. One thing about myself is that I, uh, I never understood money. So what I mean by that is I, I've been earning money from like winning little chess tournaments, like from being a teenager. And I did not grow up poor. Like I didn't grow up rich, but I didn't grow up poor. So I, I can't ever be like, oh, rags to riches. So I was never, we're never in a spot where we were financially insecure we, we we were always okay so when i started teaching chess in college like in new york city you can earn probably like uh even if for example you you're 1800 if you're anywhere near normal from any private school you can earn a hundred dollars an hour you no. could teach a group of kids a hundred dollars an hour private lesson hundred dollars an hour you just have to find the right audience in new york city Obviously not the same for other parts of the world. I'm just saying specifically New York City. I was earning money in college. Um, and that was like step number one. And I always could afford like a one bedroom in someone's apartment. That's big in New York City. You find someone on Craigslist or somewhere you find an apartment together. You can pay for your room. You can pay for your expenses and you work and you go to school and whatever. And so I was like earning money. But then everything exploded. I started streaming like everything exploded. So I earned more money than I did before. Yeah. Considerably more money than I did before. I'm just the same person. Like fundamentally, nothing has changed. Nothing has changed. I just have 
more money that I can invest into things or turn into even more money and then donate to charity and then buy my family something nice and treat them all like to cover their medical expenses, take them on first class flights if we ever fly to Europe, which we fucking will never do at this rate. But, you know, <laughs> um, so, so, so stuff like that. So I never like money will never I don't think it will ever change the way I view anything because it's just a matter of okay, well, before I could fly economy, but now I want some more leg room so I don't need to think about spending this thing. Or I think money just makes your basics, basic needs a little higher. Like now this is your basic needs. No, 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 now, no, yeah. no, 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 not, not, not even. My basic needs are the exact same. Like I, I, I don't oh, need... I mean like, what, what no, do you I mean? Just... Like for example, like I, I bought a better phone now. Like I didn't need this phone, but I got it. I didn't need a gaming setup, but I got it. And now this is my new normal. I used to stream from my laptop for an entire six, seven months okay. period. Yeah, sure. I got sure, a sure. VR, I got a VR headset. I didn't need it, but I just got it. But um, I like it. Things like that, you know? Okay, Small okay. Things. Yeah. In the sense that like, I pay more money for an apartment. Yes. Yes. Um, I got but, a light. Did you get like a proper setup with lights and with everything? I have the same like, setup. Not, nothing changed about my setup. I invested in the uh, setup early. Ah. Uh, um, I, I w once the opportunities open up, yeah, I was kind of taught that you spend on travel. On travel, yeah. And now I'll go to, I, I couldn't afford like to go to another country, but now. Where, where's August, the first place you're going to go? Amsterdam. So Amsterdam in photos looks like the most beautiful place. It's like incredible architecture, history, like everything. Um, I was supposed to go last, uh, last year, uh, 2019, and I got sick. I got sick in the Czech Republic with my friend. That was the trip. My stomach infection, the hospital, $4,000. I got sick in the Czech Republic. We were going to go to five more cities and play two chess tournaments. I got sick during the first chess tournament. I had to go back to the United States. I missed the whole trip. So I didn't, oh, get, to go to, I didn't get to go to Vienna, Austria. I didn't get to go to Prague. I didn't get to go to Brussels. I didn't get to go to um, Tallinn, Estonia. And I didn't get to go to Riga, Latvia. I didn't get to go to any of those cities. But oh, now man. I get to go with Lucy. So well, that's, that's awesome. Like, have you ever been to Amsterdam? No. Oh, sorry. Amsterdam. It was Brussels, then Amsterdam, then, then, then Tallinn. And then, yeah. I, I was... only heard my friends' stories, you know, like comics and all. Bro, you should go to Amsterdam. You should yeah. check this out. You should yeah. eat their brownies. You should, uh, you know. Yeah, they make good chocolate of... there for sure. Good chocolate. Yeah, great chocolate, actually. Good pastry and uh, good... Good stuff. And I'll go meet Anish Giri also. There. Maybe I'll have some brownies with him. Dude, I have, a question. I have a question for you. Um, maybe maybe as a, as a last topic. Have a, you ever feel like you don't belong on screen with your guests? Many times, man. I was streaming with Gary Kasparov yesterday, bro. That, that's one of the things I was going to say. Like, um, you know, like all, it, all it, the it, fucking time. It's it's a little different because in my in my eyes you're 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 developing chess player you didn't even play the game till you know a year ago so your first and foremost thing is comedian big youtuber ambassador that's like you have certain things I'm a I'm a chess I've been in chess right so whenever I stream with any of these guys I think at a fundamental level seeing maybe my success and the fact that I'm not a serious chess player and the fact that I'm a little bit of an asshole and I have a you know I'm sarcastic and all this stuff I don't think they respect me. And I, I will go to the grave saying, I don't think these guys respect me. And I'm not even sure I command the respect. So I'm always That is a benefit I have. That's a benefit I have because no one expects me to be a good chess player. Is he? Yeah, so. I guess. Yeah, yeah. But, but at the like, same time, I, I struggle a lot when I'm 
you know, uh, in my own head, of course, like, oh man, what am I doing with Gary Casper? What am I doing with Boris' girlfriend? What am I doing with Vishy Anand on the stream right now? Like, oh my God, okay, all right, pretend to be cool about it. It's, it's all cool. He's just a world champion, five-time world champion. He's, he, oh, Gary Casper is just world champion for 15 years. That's cool. He's another guy. You never, and then wor- I'm just- you never worry that like they're not actually your friends? Like, I, I always worry, like, I have no idea if Anish and I are friendly. Like, I, I have full intention if I ever go to the Netherlands to be like, hey, Anish, like, you want to, like, hang out? Like, I don't, dude, I don't know. This man closes the door and goes, God, I hate that son of a bitch. <laughs> like, I have no idea, man. I, re- I really don't know. I, I, I think I can read people. I think I, in that way, I can feel, I can feel that, oh, this guy is genuine. This guy is just fucking around. He just needs some, well, you know, fans. But uh, so many people, man, like, in my life, I feel they're very, they're very, I always give them the benefit of being awesome. I just feel that Levy, he must be cool. He must feel good. He must be, uh, you know, if I go to a city, he'll definitely welcome me. If I meet Anish, he'll definitely roll me a, you know, a, I don't know. Roll up roll up in the car. and yeah. Roll up in the car, yeah, in Amsterdam. And we'll have some cookies or some pastries or some, I don't know, brownies maybe. Yeah. And I always feel that. And I hope that happens. Yeah, I have full intention. So hopefully he's not like, hey man, I'm busy. I was very happy he said, he, he, he said yes to, to the show. Yeah. Um, dude, uh, Anish is one of the most uh, one of the people I really, really look up to. Like that guy is like the perfect yeah, guy according yeah, yeah. to me. Yeah, yeah. He's funny. What... He's rich. He's a great family. Two kids now, and he oh, spends were, time everywhere. You were he's describing got... me until you said two kids. <laughs> yeah, you were. I thought you were talking about me. I, no, I. Yeah, of course. He also, has... he's good at chess. Uh, so yeah. Okay, now I definitely know that we're talking about me again. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's true. When when I when I think about Anisha, for sure, I, I don't know how how guys like that keep it together. But you know, I, this kind of ties everything we've been talking about together. The the level of obsession that you need, the same way you were talking about comedy, like if you wanted to go back to to, to stand up and you're always obsessed about comedy and making everything about that, like I am not in the mindset to become a grandmaster. And I have made a kind of an internal commitment to play a chess tournament every month because. People liked all the recaps I did in Las Vegas. They had a really good time following the tournament. It was fun interacting with fans. They were all like super nice and uh, it was a great experience. Minus the fact that no one had a mask on. And even though I'm vaccinated, I'm like, oh shit, if I get COVID, this is going to be the place. And I didn't, but uh, it's a little scary being out in these massive crowds. But, but like, um, is, is, is that, why, why do you not like, do you not like uh, imagine yourself to be playing chess professionally? ever again like so if the could say there's a day i hit grandmaster i'm never playing a chess tournament again i hate chess i hate playing chess it it's awful it is it because of how much there is that you need to learn yeah it's it's unbearably difficult for me i've like there the amount of work that i would need to put in to re basically no benefit my life would be basically completely the same same the same even when i was teaching chess okay i can charge a little more to new students i can say i'm a grandmaster i'll charge you 20 dollars more per hour or something it in my mind i wasn't even a national master i wasn't 2200 until i was like 18 years old i mean i was a late bloomer because of how i quit it in my teenage years i never even thought i would become an international master like there have been days in my life I play a really stressful long game of chess and I win against a stronger player. And like I've cried in my hotel room because of just, I don't, I randomly have these massive drops in confidence of my ability or, you know, 
Um, it's such an emotional roller coaster and I don't think I can do it. Even when I became an international master and I was super high up there, I immediately lost 90 rating points. Like oh. for me, when I take my foot off the gas in training chess, I fall. Like I really fall. So even the smallest of successes in tournaments, like I had a good tournament in Vegas, it's almost like in disbelief. Like it's like almost like it didn't even happen. And beating strong players or having good successes, it's like the biggest form of happiness. It's like unbelievable, you know? So um, I, every time I, I beat a grandmaster in a long game, it's like brand new. It's like almost the first time. It's, it's like, I can't even believe it happened. So yeah, you, meanwhile, you, you, online I'm beating grandmasters every day, so. Yeah, but it's, it's, it's good that you found your thing, man. Like your YouTube thing and everything. Now your life is sorted, you're chilling, you're doing what you love. Eh, it's going well. And I hope it just keeps going like that, man. I hope so too. Yeah, but my mom even is like, dude, you gotta, gotta play. You gotta play. You gotta play. You gotta become grandmaster. You gotta one day. You gotta do it. I don't know if it's now, five years, but you gotta, you gotta do it. And I don't love it. I hate studying. I, it, I, I try to do it, and I take lessons. And I, like, man, what will change in your life? Nothing will change, right? Even if you become no. a grandmaster, or it'll be like another title. I don't know. I, I, maybe I'll be infinitely happier. Maybe I'll I'll fill a gap I didn't even know existed. I don't know. No one's infinitely happier, man. Maybe I know not. grandmasters. Vidit's not like super happy. Everyone has their own things. No, no one can of be course, super happy. Yeah, yeah, of course. I, yeah, like even at the top, like I don't. I think Magnus is pretty stressed right now because he has the world title defend. Yeah, I think we are like as uh, streamers, we have a, we have a very, you know, audience that wants to watch us, wants to see us chill, and that's I, I find it very awesome. I find it like therapeutic. You just chill, and I can just go and have some fun time over there, and they like watching me, and that runs my home and everything also at the same time. So I don't think I could be any luckier. I'm very grateful for what I have, man, and I'm I'm sure you so are you. Yeah, of and course. <laughs> I and. Like, for all my yeah. for all my sarcasm and all my nonsense, like look, the peop the people that have watched me long enough, they know that I'm a very down to earth guy. I just say it like it is sometimes. And yeah, I mean, I'll tell you very openly to go get fucking vaccinated, for example. And if you don't want to and you hate me because of it, well, sorry, but you know, that's like yeah. something that that's me. And I'll go and open it, tell you guys to go pee on the tree. Yeah. You find one. Like, that's cool. You should do both of those things after this show is over. You know, you should. Yeah. Get go. vaccinated and pee on any tree that you see near your house. This yeah. is not financial advice. Yeah. Not financial advice. And also, legally, we are, we are gone. So if you sue us for saying to do that, I don't want to be, you know, like Joe Rogan every day, every week trending on Twitter because of some way he said something during his podcast. And, don't worry, Listen, we are not Joe Rogan. Not, not yet, not yet. It's, it's the goal. Um, so, man, this was a lot of fun. I, it was a lot of fun, man. I put, I feel like, honestly, I could do this for another, like, hour. I just, I'm very late to something. Um, yeah, that's cool. Same here, bro. It's, like, 2 a.m. You know, it's 2 a.m. So, I also go sleep. And, uh, yeah, let's put it out there. And, uh, guys, do subscribe to Levy. He's a great just, guy. Just, just subscribe to, to Samay. Also, yeah. and yeah, second right. channel. I need two silver buttons. I want two silver buttons, you know? Yeah. So that the next time there's a robbery at his house, they can take at least one. <laughs> he didn't take either, man. They were there and uh, he took not, he didn't like them. I hope he like at least saw me, like my channel. I was like, oh, what's that? And then went to look it up. So he robbed and me, but now then he, he decided to not. Yeah, he probably saw your channel and then he decided to not take it this away. <laughs> uh, 
All right. All right, well, man. See you. This was, this was a lot of fun. Bye, Samay. Bye, 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 bye. Thank you so much to both the listeners and those watching the video on YouTube. As always, I will say, if you made it this far, uh, I just want to thank you personally. I appreciate your continued support. Um, I still don't have a Patreon, but if you'd like to donate or support or anything like that, I do have PayPal donation links on my stream, on my YouTube channel, and I do have courses available at my website, gotham-chess.com. See you all back in Gotham City in future episodes.